WGN, the voice of the people, Chicago. Due to the World Series broadcast, Painted Dreams will be heard at 12.45 each day. Front page Farrell was canceled today. And the Huitina Playhouse will be broadcast 15 minutes after the ball game. WGN, Chicago. Gillette presents the World Series. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is Bob Elson at the Yankee Stadium in New York on a perfect baseball day. For those Brooklyn Dodgers and the Yanks are warming up for round two in the big battle for baseball's World Championship. As I'm sure you know, this is another broadcast in the cavalcade of sports presented by the Gillette Safety Razor Company, your radio host of all the major boxing bouts, the Sugar Bowl football game, New Orleans, the Orange Bowl game at Miami, the East-West All-Star Game at San Francisco, the Professional Football Championship Playoff, the Kentucky Derby, and other top events in the nation's sports calendar. Over 300 radio stations from here to Honolulu are airing these games through the facilities of the Mutual Broadcasting System, affiliated stations, and the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, while shortwave embraces the rest of the world. Our lineup is the same as yesterday's, with Red Barber and Bill Coram right here with me all set to go. And as usual, Gillette's advertising messages will be spotted so that you won't miss a single second of action on the ball field. As I've already told you, I imagine your two main concerns at your end of the radio are the weather and the starting pitchers. Let me tell you again, the weather is absolutely perfect. The starting pitchers, and by the way, they're coming out right now. There's Whitlow Wyatt coming out for Brooklyn, and Spurgeon Chandler is going to pitch today for the Yankees. The 68,540 fans who paid $265,000 to see the first uh, game of the series yesterday sets new World Series records, attendance, and total receipts. Exaggerated estimates of the Yankee Stadium's capacity led many stay-at-homes to doubt the ball yard was filled. Actually, the stadium seats about 69,000, and when the 500 working reporters are added to the paid attendance, that is capacity figure. Whenever the stadium has housed baseball crowds above 69,000, and it has many times, standing room tickets were sold. But World Series rules forbid selling more tickets than there are actual seats. You know, it's just as well that the second game of the World Series has come along as fast as it has. Because ever since the last out yesterday, the 70,000 fans who were jammed in here to see that great ball game have been discussing that game. Yes, I imagine it's been played over and replayed hundreds and hundreds of times. Medwick's great catch on DiMaggio's fly ball. Personally, I think without going overboard one way or the other, I can say that it's one of the two greatest catches I've ever seen in the World Series. Medwick's catch of DiMaggio's fly ball yesterday and Ripple's catch at Cincinnati last year, and I think Red Barber will bear me out on that because we both practically left our chairs, were two of the greatest catches that we've seen in many, many a World Series game. Yes, they're still talking about Reese's great play on DiMaggio's ground ball through the box, and that was a swell play. Of Ralph's double play is catch of the foul and a perfect throw to Rizzuto at third base to break up a Brooklyn rally. They're talking, too, about the hitting of Reese and Gordon and Dickey and the pitching of Ruffing and Davis. And so it's just as well, with all that talk going on, that the number two game in the World Series has come along as it has. Now the lineups. The probable starting lineups for the ball game today. There may be a last-minute change. We don't anticipate it, but I say probable because this is what we have now, exactly 12 minutes before game time. For Brooklyn, Walker, right field. Herman, second base. Reeser, center field. Camelli, first base. Medwick, left field. Labagetto, third base. Reese, 
short. Owen catching, and Wyatt the pitcher. For the Yankees, Sturm at first. Rolfe at third. Henrik in right field. DiMaggio in center field. Keller in left field. Dickey the catcher. Gordon at second. Rizzuto at short. And Spurgeon Chandler the pitcher. Just a word or two about these starting pitchers. John Whitlow Wyatt, a right-hander, was born September the 27th, 1908 at Kensington, Georgia. The baldish right-hander with the live fastball came into his own as a pitching standout this season. But he's been one of the best for three years. Wyatt Slider is one of the best Sunday pitchers in the league, as demonstrated by his high shutout total of seven games. Whit came up to the majors a bit too early and so spent several seasons just hanging on in the American League. It was only after he had an opportunity to pitch regularly with Milwaukee in 1938 that he developed into a consistent winner. This year with Brooklyn had his greatest year. His opponent, Spurgeon Chandler, a sinker ball throwing right-hander, adopted a slider this year and became more effective than ever. Chandler was an athletic hero in New York long before he ever pitched a ball for the Yankees. It's on the stadium turf he's shown for the University of Georgia football team against NYU. Chandler was born in Carnersville, Georgia on September the 12th, 1909. Chandler broke into the game in 1932 with Springfield, Massachusetts and got to the stadium in 1937. He got a bad break just before the 1939 training season when he fractured a leg. But he overcame that handicap and this past season found him firmly established as a starting pitcher. So there you have those few details, the starting pitchers, the lineups, the weather. Right now the Yankees are going through a spirited infield drill out there. The band is playing, the crowd is coming into the stadium. I might tell you one thing different from yesterday. Coming past one section of the stadium today, the bleacher section, they were still selling $1.10 seats at uh, 12.30. Probably by now they're all gobbled up. But as to whether today's attendance will uh, measure up to yesterday's, only time will tell. Right now, they're filling in those far corners, and maybe we'll have the same absolute capacity crowd as we had yesterday for the first game. Anyway, that's the setup. The second game of the World Series between two wonderful teams, the Dodgers and the Yankees, a wonderful day. The pitchers are Chandler, Spurgeon Chandler, and, John, and Whitlow Wyatt. And now here's our sidekick and working partner in the series, Bill Corum. And I'm sure that Bill has an interesting word for you. Come in, Bill. All right, Bob, I'm in. Those two sentimental gentlemen from Georgia down there now warming up, as you said. I believe Wyatt now lives in Buchanan, Georgia, and I know Chandler lives, lives in Athens, where he went to school, the University of Georgia. I happened to see that football game when Harry Mary brought the Bulldogs up here. He was a real good football player, too, and I remember the time that Mary brought his Athens Bulldogs up to Yale to play, and uh, Yale had sent out its schedule and its ticket prices, and they had a dollar and ten cents on there for Georgia. So Mary got a bunch of those and gave them out to his players and said, you're just a dollar and ten cent football team up here. And what they did to Yale that day was a caution. I also remember when uh, Spurgeon was hurt going into the Atlanta ballpark with McCarthy one day sitting on the bench and up hobbled a fella uh, still on crutches with uh, uh, his leg in a cast. Didn't look like he'd ever be an athlete or... Uh, didn't look like he'd ever be a great baseball pitcher anyhow in the condition he was in then. That's three springs ago down in Athens, and it was this same Spurgeon Chandler who today is standing out here, and to my mind, which is just a personal opinion, uh, is uh, probably the most dangerous pitcher the Brooklyn team is going to have to face in this series. He's got hot again, and uh, when he's hot, he's something. And the same, of course, we all know is true of Wyatt. You all remember that terrific game he pitched, which was maybe the biggest game in that long surge that uh, the Dodgers put on and that red aired for you. 
that uh, game that he pitched against Morton Cooper in St. Louis when they just went along ding-donging, and finally he pulled it out one to nothing. Now, the story of yesterday's ball game, of course, just to get back to the second, is a simple one, and that's the fact that the Dodger good hitters weren't hitting. When you've got uh, uh, Herman and uh, Walker and Reeser and Medwick and Camille getting one little bunt among them, then Brooklyn is not going to win many ball games, and you can count on that, and all the second-guessing about Reese and so forth, or whether uh, Wisdell should have bunted sort of runs for Sweeney, because the answer was they just weren't hitting roughing, and their big guns weren't firing. The crowd today is a little bit smaller up to now, and of course came much later, as it always does, a second game. The day is better, the sky is overcast, makes it perfect for the outfielders, much better than yesterday when left field was very dangerous and very tricky, and it's a wonder that Medwick made that sensational catch. Incidentally, closing out the game yesterday, I made a very bad guess for you on the pitcher today, but I had a hunch for sentimental reasons that uh, McCarthy might try to come in there with Gomez when he had a chance. Now it looks as if uh, Joe likely wouldn't use him. I thought the stadium was the place to pitch him. It looks as if he wouldn't use him unless maybe they get a good long lead and come back over here. He might take a chance. But you can't rely on sentiment on baseball, and McCarthy's right as much as he likes Gomez, as proud as uh, we all are that like Lefty of the great year he's had. Uh, of course, Murphy had to finish a lot of those games for him, and Lefty says now he's got a Y on the end of his name, which uh, is uh, sort of an angle to that. Murphy, the great fireman relief ball pitcher of the Yankees. Now let me see here. Uh, as uh, Bob told you, the lineup here in our booth is the same for today's game, and the lineup for the teams is exactly the same, too, with the exception of the pitchers. And, of course, the umpires switch around, as you know, the first base umpire coming in behind the plate. Just saw Art Fletcher walking back uh, to the Yankee dugout after the infield practice. And it reminded me of another day here in baseball when the Giants were the people in New York and Fletch was their great shortstop and uh, the immortal John McGraw uh, ran one of the great ball teams of all time and made the Giants really the people. And you'll recall, you old-time fans, of course, those series with the Cubs when they were such bitter rivals and uh, how it came down to uh, Merkel's famous boner and how they had to have that playoff game in 1908 of course, that was across the river in the polo grounds on the other side of the Harlem, where the Yankees used to play for many years until Colonel Houston and Colonel Rupert built this magnificent stadium. Uh, the stadium, incidentally, has been enlarged since uh, Colonel Till and Colonel Jake uh, built it and is uh, now, of course, the most commodious ballpark, not the most commodious stadium, but the biggest ballpark in the country. Uh, I don't... Uh, uh, know hardly how to figure uh, whether DeRocher got a break uh, yesterday's game. He did want to pitch Davis against uh, Ruffing for some reason. And, of course, if he'd have won, then he'd have got a wonderful break. And when you don't, uh, you begin to wonder because, as I say, just in my opinion, we come now to about the toughest Yankee pitcher for the Brooklyn. Well, uh, teams are coming out. You can hear the crowd. And I don't want you to forget Gillette. And I want to turn you back to Bob. Nelson. Thank you very much. Thanks very much, Bill. Uh, Bill was telling about the umpires, and I'll tell them just who they are again right now. At the plate today will be Babe Pinelli of the National League. At first base, umpire Grieve of the American League. At second base, umpire Getz of the National League. And at third, umpire McGowan of the American League, who was back at the plate yesterday. The diamond is all cleared. The uh, boys have gone around the infield with their rakes and rollers and mats. They have it all in swell shape and uh, they're just about all set to go. However, 
uh, before they do get set to go, here's something I'd like you to know. No doubt about it, fans. You can't hope to get a decent shave if you use a misfit blade in your Gillette razor. Yes, sir, just slip today's improved Gillette blue blade in your razor and see what a big difference it makes. Why, this blade is made in the same factory as your Gillette razor and fits it exactly. That's why this pair works perfectly together. And what's more, the Gillette blue blade has glass-hard edges the keenest ever produced. And so no wonder you get the slickest, easiest shaves of your life. And then right now is a swell time to try this super clean blade. For today you get a tube of Gillette shaving cream, either lather or brushless, absolutely free with the purchase of 10 Gillette blue blades for only 49 cents. And believe me, there is a bargain. But you better hurry because the supply of these Gillette blue blades and Gillette shaving cream combinations is limited. So it won't last long. So see your dealer after the ball game today and stock up for months of shaving comfort and satisfaction. Now right down in front of us here, the, uh, the pitchers are still standing. Spurgeon Chandler and Whitlow Wyatt, they're both right-handers. By the way, Wyatt is age 32 and so is Chandler 32. Wyatt, this year allowed 221 hits and fifth and uh, gave... boys are 32 years of age, and I wanted to tell you about the shutouts. Wyatt has pitched seven shutouts this year, and Chandler has pitched four, and neither one of these boys has ever appeared in a World Series. Chandler, by the way, hasn't been beaten since July the 18th. He's got a great variety of stuff, as has Whitlow Wyatt. Wyatt has five different speeds, a slider, a change of pace, curves, and the hopes of Dodgerdom out here at Yankee Stadium today. And so, fans, that's about it for now, and I'm going to turn the microphone over now to my good old World Series sidekick, Red Barber of WOR, who's going to broadcast the first half of the ball game between Brooklyn and the New York Yankees in this second game of the World Series. Well, Red, it looks swell, doesn't it? It's a swell picture today, and this ought to be a wonderful game. A great day, Bob. A great setting. And there was a haze until just a moment ago. And now the sun is breaking through, and it is as bright at the moment in left field. You remember Bill Corum was saying a few moments ago how dangerous left field was on account of the sun. Well, it's going to be just about that dangerous today because the sun is now pouring forth. And here at the stadium, left field is the sun field. And the two Georgians. Well, I guess when you figure these two right-handers starting, it's a, almost a question of a national theme song about Georgia on my mind. Spurgeon Chandler of the Yankees and Whitlow Wyatt of the Dodgers are both getting ready. Wyatt is at 
a degree of a disadvantage when he is pitching in uh, a foreign park for the reason that over the years, Wyatt's record, if you find that he's going to have trouble, he's been having trouble in the first inning. And I know that two years ago, he was trying to analyze his trouble, which he was usually having in the first inning, and he continued his warming up when he was at Brooklyn right until it was time to go to the mound. However, in uh, visiting park, he can't do that. And now the four umpires, Coach Fletcher of the Yankees, Coach Dressman of the Dodgers, for finishing their discussion. They are more or less refreshing themselves on the ground rules, which they very thoroughly canvassed yesterday. If you recall, they were up there about six minutes going over them. At the moment, the uh, public address system is barking forth the names of the batting orders. Bob Elson gave them to you a few moments ago. I'll just go back over in case you just tuned in. For the Dodgers, leading off is Dixie Walker, the right fielder. Then comes Billy Herman at second base. Reza in center. Camille is at first base, hitting fourth. Medrick in left. Lavagetto is at third. And there the Yankees going out to take the field. Reese is hitting seventh. Playing in short. Mickey Owen catching, hitting eighth. And the pitcher is Wyatt, who in the last hundred race won 22 and lost 10. For the Yankees, Stern leads off, plays first. Rolf hits second, hits third. Then comes Henrik in right field. DiMaggio in center, hitting fourth. Keller in left. Dickey catching, batting sixth. The great veteran for this past season. Caught over, 130, caught over 100 games for the 13th year in the big leagues. That's an all-time record. And that broke a record which he'd held jointly until this past year with uh, Gabby Hodgett and Ray Shaw. Gordon at second. And the question today is, what can any second baseman do that Gordon can't? Rizzuto at short, hitting eighth, and Chandler the pitcher. We're just a couple of seconds away from the first pitch as Chandler takes the mound. And now, on this Gillette broadcast, let's pause for 10 seconds for station identification. This is the mutual broadcasting system. WGM Chicago. With one or two more preliminary pitches remaining, and they're going to be curves, Chandler is on the mound to start for the Yankees. Bill Dickey is his battery mate. At first base is Johnny Sturm. At second base, Joe Gordon. At shortstop, Scooter Rizzuto. And at third base, Red Roth. Out in left field, and it's the sun field here at the stadium, is Charlie Keller in center. Joe DiMaggio on in right field, Tommy Henry. And Dixie Walker stepping in. And one of the most pertinent points when the hours have passed, and uh, you begin to think about yesterday's ball game, is the fact that the first six hitters in the Brooklyn batting order managed as a total to have one scratch single between them. And that's the point that Coram emphasized in his uh, opening remarks to you today. And now Dixie Walker up there. First hitter, and takes the pitch in for a call strike. Chandler came right down off the hands over the inside. Call strike one. It's a brilliant, sunshiny afternoon. Manager DeRocha is coaching back at first for Brooklyn here at the start of the game. He coaches down there the first two or three innings and then gives way to Cardin. Justin back of third. Walker takes strike two. That was a sharp curveball right off the hands over the inside. And Dixie Walker, who began the ball game yesterday by accepting four pitches all for balls, now has taken the first two pitches today and is behind nothing in two. Walker wearing number 11. Left hand batter. Takes a curve that is high on the outside for ball one. That was a big bender. A big jug. One ball, two strikes. Thrown high and on the outside. From the right hander to a left hand batter. Babe Pinelli of the National League working balls and strikes back of the plate. Chandler stretches, kicks, throws, Walker swings and beats a fastball down onto the ground and back foul. It's still one and two. The three base umpires, Grieve of the American League behind first. Gets the National League back of second. 
And Bill McGowan, who's the umpire in chief yesterday, back at third. The umpires every day pivot one base, which means that tomorrow, the first base umpire today will be back at the plate, and et cetera, right around in that uh, clockwise fashion. Chandler goes back to the mound, rubs up a new ball. One ball, two strikes, Dixie Walker, first hit up. This is the second game of the 1941 World Series. And the Yankees, of course, won yesterday 3-2, to two, and they're one up. They won their last 10 World Series games. Chandler pitches. Fastball, low inside, just missing. Two and two. Chandler, not too pleased with that decision. Moves around, kicks it to the date. Two balls, two strikes. Outfield is shaded toward right on Walker. Right side of the infield is back. Rizzuto at short has moved a couple of paces in toward the bag. Giving the biggest hole in the infield between third and short and the biggest hole in the outfield left center. Walker takes strike three, a curve right through there. And Chandler caught in between swings and it's called strike three. So it is one man up, one man down. Billy Herman, veteran second baseman, for many years with the Chicago Cubs. This year, after the season began with Brooklyn, right-hand hitter operates deep back in the box. His real foot's on the back line. Gets away from a pitch that's right in there at the hips. A fastball that went all the way through and back to the stand. Dickey didn't even get a glove on it. Ball one, of course. The outfield is around toward left on Herman. He's a great batter to hit behind the runner. But they play him to pull when the bases are empty. If there were a runner on at first to second base, the chance of the Yankee outfield would be back the other way. But as it is, it's around toward left. Now the sun is shining just as brightly down as it was at any time yesterday. Center field and left field. Shortstop and third base. Those are the main sun sectors. Herman crouches. Takes a fastball laid right through there for a call strike. One and one. And already this early in the game, Chandler has shown an amazing amount of stuff and that he is quick. One ball, one strike. The throw. The curve on the inside for ball two. One. It's funny how the weather has changed right here. Ten minutes before this ball game began, the skies were overcast and hazy. So much so it was so noticeable that Corum pointed that up. And just as I came on, the sun broke through. Herman puts a bounder down toward second. There's Joe Gordon backing up, plays it over to first, plenty of time, and Herman is out. Second to first. Now it's two up and two gone. No score. It's just the beginning. Top of the first inning. Second game. And here is Pete Reza. Who won the batting championship? Mark of 3.43, his first postseason in the big show. Left hand batter. That feels around toward right. You know, this last month has set a record in New York for the least amount of rainfall. And the outfield this afternoon is as fast as an outfield could possibly be. It is absolutely bone dry. Reza runs up his over with Button and takes a pitch high for ball one. He's quite a threat, of course, to Bunt because of his tremendous speed of foot. Right side of the infield is back, but the left side is in close, and Roth is right off of third, ready to come in. Chandler, a full sweeping stretch overhead. Kicks, throws, Reza takes a call strike. Fastball right off the knees on the inside. One ball, one strike. The infield and the outfield are dry. That means that they are brilliantly fast. The outfield have to be extra alert. The balls won't get through them. There's a curveball under the shoulders. Good for call, strike two. And Mr. Chandler is really chunking that rock. One and two. Taking his time. Dickey 
is a genius at gating pitches. Reza standing right up there against the plate waiting. There's Chandler monkeying around as to the sign again. And there he is pumping. Delivers overhand. Reza takes a hat swing and then doesn't go on a low curve. And it is ball two. Two and two. In other words, uh, that hair swing is the one thing that keeps an umpire between Scylla and Charybdis. And they have to gauge themselves, more or less, by whether a batter breaks his wrist or not. In other words, going by his real intent to swing or not to swing. 2-2 pitch. Swung on as a bouncing ball. Back foul. Gets down onto the plate. Dickey, the catcher, takes it in foul ground. It's still 2-2. Two, two. two out. Nobody on. Not a base runner so far. In the top of the first inning. Chandler's very quick. He's a big rangy right-hander. Comes on again, 2-2, and misses with an outside curve, and the count runs full, 3-2. Reza very calmly backs out of the box, leans down, gets a little dirt. Dolph Camille waiting on deck. Should Reza get on? Ralph, of course, since two strikes were gotten to Reza, moved back to a deep position, right third. Chandler delivers 3-2. Reza swings and misses on a high fastball that was shaved toward the outside. And Chandler struck him out. And thus it was nothing across for the Dodgers. Top of the first inning here at the stadium. For the Yankees, it will be Stern, Roth, and Henrik at the first three hitters. Any one of the trio gets on and stays. And of course, DiMaggio, who yesterday afternoon was robbed of first a home run and then a single. And any other day, DiMaggio would have had two for four. Yesterday, he wound up 0 for four. Now there's Whitlow Wyatt walking out to the mound. And Mickey Owen is his battery mate with the tools on, back of the plate. Camille at first base. Herman at second. Reese is at short. At third, Lavagetto. Going out to left field is the stocky figure of Joe Mendrick. In center, already waiting, is Reza, checking his sunglasses, looking up at the sky, which is tough. The sun broke through just about three minutes before the cry of play ball sounded. And Whitlow Wyatt is another one of the many ball players to come back to the stadium. Of course, he never was a Yankee, but when he first came up into the major leagues years ago, it was in the American League, and he came up with Detroit, then later went to Chicago, and of course... Uh, Wyatt told me that he doesn't ever remember pitching a complete game or a win here at the stadium in those early years. And as he said before today's ball game, he wishes to sort of rectify the record on that account if possible. Wyatt taking his time, going down. Johnny Stern, who got the first hit of the World Series yesterday on his first at-bat. And he has just had one hit so far, one for four. Or one for three. On his fourth at-bat, he was not charged with an official at-bat as he was hit on the right hip. Donnie Allen side on it. There's Stern. Slender, right-hand batter. Outfield shaded toward right. Right side of the infield is straight away in its normal depth. Reese is straight away at short. Navajoto is a step wide and in close by third. Now Wyatt takes the sign from Mickey Owen. Stern choking that stick just about an inch. Standing midway in the box, feet wide spread, wide kick throws, pass ball right through for a call strike. Nothing in one. When Wyatt pitches, he wears the facial expression of uh, 
wooden uh, cigar store Indian. No change of emotion at all. Very somber-looking fellow out there. Thinks through and is very deliberate. There he is, studying. Not moving a muscle. He's making stern weight. Wyatt's still looking. Now he's ready and has stern starting to back out. So Wyatt starts looking into the stands. You may be here a long time today. Now Wyatt pumps twice. Delivers, turns, swings, and follows the curve out off the thumb, down by his feet. Curveball breaking in on his hands. Nothing in two. Dodgers went down one, two, three to start this first inning. This is the first Yankee batter. Last of the initial frame. Tabajato has gone back deep now at third. Two strikes to turn. Mickey Owen stays low. Wyatt kicks, throws, fastball inside at the knees. Ball one. One and two. Canella, the plate umpire, working off the catcher's right shoulder into the crack between the receiver and the left-hand batter. Wyatt pumps easily, delivers, fastball swung on a miss for strike three, and Stern went down swinging. And so far, all we've seen, all we've seen and nothing else is just pitching. Two great right-handers going up against each other, each making his first appearance in the World Series conflict. Red Rolf with one for three. Leans over the plate, the threat to bunt. Infield is up a step with Labrador in close by third. Rolf pulls the bunt down towards second. Billy Herman comes in, has to go fast, takes the play, not in time. In fact, Herman doesn't even throw. And Rolf beautifully drags a bunt single past the mound towards second base for the first hit of the second World Series game. Herman came in on one of those do-or-you-don't plays, scooped it up with his bare right hand, and then realized that Rolf already had beaten the play, so Herman then did not risk a needless throw. And so it is a beautifully dragged bunt single towards second base. That's the first hit. Now we have the first base runner. Camille moves over to hold first against Roth as Tommy Henrik steps in. He went off four yesterday. Herman is halfway over. The second baseman toward first. Outfield around toward right and deep. Henrik takes a slope curve over the inside corner. Under the hands. Good for a call strike. He didn't like the decision very much. Tommy Henrik. He's the wearer of the Yankees number seven. Crowds that plate from behind the left-hand batter. Holds that lumber right down by the end. Very definite long-range threat as Wyatt letting him wait. Rolf leads off first. Wyatt delivers a slider that just misses low and outside. Ball one. One and one. Wyatt kicks a little dirt in front of the mound. And now the overcast condition of the skies has returned and it is again sort of half hazy. You do not see a single patch of sun on any portion of the field. And Henry gets tired of waiting for Wyatt and backs out. What is happening now is that Wyatt is giving the Yankees a bit of the same treatment that Ruffin gave the Dodgers yesterday. So we have that jockeying going on. Henry takes a fastball, low and outside the ball two. Two and one. However, both Ruffing and Wyatt are at all times very deliberate workers. Very careful. In no hurry. No score. Roth, the runner at first, dancing down three steps. Henry takes a low 
curve for ball three and watch behind three and one. Mark Fletcher is the third base coach for the Yankees. Earl Combs, back of first. Henry can left moves over more toward left center. There's a fastball outside for ball four. Henry walks. That pushes off down to second. Now the Yankees have a threat going in the last half of the first inning. Joe DiMaggio steps in, looking for his first hit in the series. And Joe has a ravenous appetite for base hits. He's always hungry for them. Now the Brooklyn outfield is very deep, a tremendous depth, and way around toward left. The infield is straight away. Up one step on the right side, and it's full depth on the left. DiMaggio, great right-hand batter, parts it over the plate. DiMaggio swings it, a bounding ball to short, race up towards to Herman, one out. The throw to first It's a double play, thanks to Camilli. Camilli came up with Herman's low throw, took it out of the ground. And DiMaggio packed it to a double play, and it is no score. No score, and that ends the first inning. Fans, if you tuned in late this afternoon, you missed far more than the play-by-play -play story of this first inning, which really was exciting. You missed hearing that your Gillette dealer has a banner-line bargain of shaving comfort waiting for you. It's a free tube of Gillette shaving cream. Yes, I said free. Lather or brushless with the purchase of 10 Gillette blue blades for only 49 cents. Now the supply of the special World Series combinations won't last long. So right after the ball game today, head for a nearby Gillette dealer. Start enjoying today the slickest, best-looking shaves of your life. Second game of the World Series is going into the second inning here at Yankee Stadium, and here's Red. And that double play was flawlessly executed. DiMaggio hit a sharp ground ball, which was not of a big hopping variety. It was a grass cutter and was skimming. Reese who was outstanding yesterday, very coolly, came out with it, tipped it over to Billy Herman, a perfect toss to the second baseman, who then in his hurry throw to double to measure at first, threw it into the ground on the right field side of first. And Camille just leaned down and picked it off the ground just as easy as you get that shave with a Gillette Tech. And that was a double play, and end of the first inning. And so at the end of the first inning, it is no runs for either side, and Camille is first up now in the second. I feel around toward right. Doc Swing has a long fly ball in the center, but DiMaggio is waiting for it, waiting for it, and takes it easily. One up and one gone. That's the second inning. No score either way. Joe Medrick. Was fast to single over the ninth inning yesterday and has one for four. So far has the catch of the series to his credit. Medrick up. That field is... Around toward left, particular center field of the Maggio. There is not a breath of breeze today, not a breath. Channel pitches, heavy swing to a curve, there's a line drive to left center. And it's through to deep left center. Medrick holds on at first base to Maggio, flipping his throw into second. A long single to Medrick to deep left center field. The Maggio was off like a shot. And as we told you in the first inning, the outfield is very, very dry. And balls run like fury. But DiMaggio got over and prevented the ball from going through. And Medrick opens up with a first book and base hit uh, today. Single to deep left center field. But now it's Harry Lavagetto. No score. Medrick at first. Lavagetto 0 for 4 yesterday. Right hand hitter. Picks a fastball inside by the hands. Ball one. 
Now, the judder is the type of batter who has to fall away from a great many inside pitches because he actually leans with the upper part of his chest right over the plate. So if a pitcher is trying to get a strike high and inside the Lavagello, he's going to brush him back a lot of the time. Hedrick leading off first. Draws a throw. Stone returns. Gordon has come up a couple of steps by second. Rizzuto up a step at short. Lavagello takes inside at the knees for a ball two. And Chandler for the first time is having a pitch now with a runner on in back of it. Well, it seems that the Hayes and the Sun are going to play uh, hide-and-seek this afternoon. First one's in, and then the other. Now the Sun's back out again, and left field is again deadly difficult to play. Channel in position, throws, Ravagetta swings, it's a ground ball to second, Gordon up with it, close to Rizzuto, one out, the throw back to first, is a double play! And we're just double playing all over the line. And for a double play in shaving comfort, just slip a Gillette blue blade, in the new Gillette Peg Razor. And oh man, what shaves you get. Well, that ends that double play. The first half of the second inning. Fans, here's a souvenir of the World Series that you'll cherish for years. It's the World Series special Gillette Tech Razor. Man, this new tech has what it takes. Let's see what makes it the quickest, easiest shaving instrument that you ever laid a hand on. Well, here are a few of its features. One solid bar guard that sets up whiskers as a barber does. Two, non-skid tread that protects your face from cuts. Three, skeleton construction that can't clog. Four, heavy fulcrum that holds the blade like a vise. Absolutely ends edge vibration. What's more, it's a beauty. With its 24-karat gold-plated head and ebonized metal handle. The price? Some bargain, only 49 cents. Complete with five diamond-tested Gillette blue blades. Why not get your tech today at your nearby store? All right, Red. And the same type of double play that closed the ball game yesterday closed out the top of the second inning. Gordon, the second baseman, coming up with it, flipping over to Rizzuto. Rizzuto in the ninth inning was spilled quite severely by Reese yesterday. And this time today, with Henry coming down, Rizzuto nimbly got way off the bag and had plenty of time to make his throw on to first baseman Johnny Stern. And so it was second to short to first. We've had two double plays in uh, an inning and a half. And that's making this game move along, even though both pitchers are working deliberately. Lavagetto and trying to hit in back of Medrick with the hit and run on on a 2 nothing pitch. Hit to the right side, but where Gordon can come up with it. In fact, there are very few to the right side that Gordon doesn't come up with. And here is um, the very dangerous, the tremendously strong Charlie Keller, left-hand batter, crowding the plate from behind. Swings and hits a bounding ball just foul by an inch past first base. Millie knocked it down, parked it with his glove, just enough to recover it. Throws down to Herman, the ball is passed around. Zigzag, crisscrossed. White standing coolly at the back of the round. Abadillo finally tosses him the apple. Outfield, round toward right on Keller, and deep. Right side of the infield is back with the left side after step. White pitches, fastball through above the knees for a call strike. Keller stepped up, took it, right through there. Coming in two. No score. First man up for the Yankees. Last of the second inning. Keller swings as a line drive right back through the middle in the center field for a solid base hit. Reza taps it, throws into second, and Keller holds it first. And that's his first hit of the series. On his third official at bat, he got on yesterday twice with walks. And each time he seemed to be a talisman because getting on those two times ahead of Dickey, Dickey followed with base hits. 
So now Keller's on, and here's Dickey stepping in. With nobody out, Keller at first base. That was a solid single, smashed right back in the center field. That's hit number two off Wyatt, hit number three in the game. Dickey, who had two for four yesterday, up there. Always dangerous. The bigger the stakes, the more dangerous. Wyatt throws. Curve above the knees, good for a call strike. Nothing in one. Dickey's very tall and rangy. Not only one of the great catches, a lot of people say he's the greatest. Not only one of the great catches in baseball, but one of the great dispositions in baseball. Keller leads off first, committing holes. Dickey swings at the ground ball, foul behind first base. And this scoops it up. The ball's being passed around the infield. It's strike two to Dickey. Wyatt first pitched on the outside for a call strike, then pitched in on the hands. As the pitchers say, right down on the fists. And in two. Infield, of course. Moved in a couple of steps, hoping to facilitate matters on a fourth play second. Or the ultimate mayor ambition, of course, is a double play. Wyatt throws. Dickey takes strength three. A fastball. And Phil doesn't even turn. Look around. He just goes right off toward the Yankee dugout. Apparently, Dickey stepped up to defend that plate looking for some soft stuff for a pitch on the outside. And Wyatt just ripped one right down the alley. Ball strike three. Now, each hurler has a couple of strikeouts. And here is Joe Gordon. They didn't stop him yesterday. Or even come close to it. Two walks, a single, and a home run. He was a batting difference. Outfield, round toward right. Gordon takes a fast pitch on the outside. There's a throw down to first. Not in time. Keller coming back well ahead of it. Not even having to slide. Ball one on the outside. That was not a pitch out. Just a pitch that missed. Mickey Owen flipped it on down to first. Wide sets. Throws. Gordon takes a low outside curve. Almost going for it. You can see his wrists start to set when he relaxed and took it. Ball two. Two and all. Right side of the infield is back. Third base from Abajetos is step in closer to the line than usual. Outfield well around toward left. Medvick, as you can well imagine, is very deep in left field. Keller at first, one out. No score last to second. Gordon takes high inside a fastball for ball three. And now Wyatt is behind. Three and all. Big Brooklyn right-hander. Very serious yet calm demeanor. In position. Delivers right through there, and Gordon took it, and it's three and one. Three balls, one strike. Well, Coons keeps talking it up. Hollering from his perch on top of the stump there, back to first base. Art Fletcher, of course, is never quiet, back to third, moving around. Cups his hands around his mouth and hollers something up to Gordon. Wide pitch of 3-1. Gordon takes inside the ball four. That is the second walk given up by Whitlow. That moves Keller down second. Now for the second straight inning, the Yankees have an identical threat with one out, runners at first and second. However, the batter in the second inning, in this case, is Rizzuto. The batter in the first inning, who crack into a double play, short to second to first, was DiMaggio. Rizzuto went off for four yesterday. The scooter's a dangerous little hitter up there. First year in the major leagues, this year, hit 302. Now he steps out of there. He doesn't look quiet, make him stand up there until he gets tense. 
Well, the Yankee Rikers in the batting order, only two of them hit over 300. Rizzuto was one, DiMaggio, of course, the other. The pitch is inside and high. Ball one. Stocky with the right hand hitting shortstop. One and all. Keller leading down off second. Gordon off first. Infield up a couple of steps. Outfield ran to it left. No score, but the Yankees again threatening. Wide pitches. Rizzuto swings, hits it down deep to second. Coming up the pace to first base. Rizzuto is snuffed out. And the other runners advance. Keller to third, Gordon to second. Rizzuto bouncing out second to first. The ball was hit toward the hole between first and second. By the time Herman came over and made the pickup, there was no chance at all for even a force play at second base. Now the Yankees have runners at second and third. First base is open. And here is the Yankee pitcher, Spurgeon Chandler, stepping up. Chandler is the type of pitcher who really takes away with that ball and swings very hard. He doesn't get so many hits, but those he gets are long ones. There he is up there, right-hand batter. Outfield is shaded toward left. Infield is back at normal depth. Gordon is second, Keller third. They're both ready to go on anything. Quiet. Pump throws. The pass ball is one and missed. Strike one. Number one. No score. Two out. Yankees at bat. Last to second. Pitcher Chandler giving that stick down by the end. Wide kicks, throws. Right through there for cross. Right to Fastman. Nothing in two. Mart, of course, is giving Chandler everything he has. As here's one Georgian trying to get out of a jam at the expense of the other. stands there very coolly. Chandler waits. The bat resting lightly on the top of his dad's shoulder. Now he cocks it. Wide pitches. A curve which he's hit down onto the plate and bounced for third. Labrador is under it. It's a quick play to first and not in time. Chandler beats it out for a base hit. In comes Keller to score and Gordon trying to score two from second is thrown out. Camille to Owen. And the Yankees get a run. Chandler hit that curveball right down onto the plate and Labrador, the third baseman, stood helpless waiting for it to come down. It finally did come down, and Lavagetto threw over to first base, not in time. Credit Chandler with a base hit to the third baseman and give him a run, got it in. Keller, of course, came home to score from third as Lavagetto threw it over to first. However, Gordon, after reaching third base, came right on in and tried to score two and was easily out. Winning the first baseman throwing on to Mickey Owen at the plate. And so for the Yankees, it is one run. On two hits, one man was left in the last half of the second inning. And that's a single for Chandler to get him credit for batting in Keller. And then when Gordon tried to come in from second base on the play, thinking the Dodgers would be asleep at the switch, Gordon was easily out of the plate. He was outstanding. And Lavagetto has given an assist. Camilla, the first baseman, has given an assist. And one, of course, the catcher's given a put out. And so it is... One to nothing in favor of the Yankees at the end of two innings. And on the Gillette broadcast, we wish to pause very quickly for station identification for 10 seconds. This is the seventh anniversary of the mutual broadcasting system. WGM Chicago. Chandler standing on the back of the mound, beating the ball down to the pocket of his glove. It is one run. Three hits and no errors for the Yankees at the end of two innings. No runs, one hit, and no errors for the Dodgers. And here is Reese. First up, to be followed by Owen and then by Wyatt. 
Takes the first pitch, ripped in there for a sharp curve and a call strike. Chandler now with a one-run lead to defend. Makes his first pitch in the third inning. Outfield around toward left. Right-hander throws. Reese tries to button, fouls it back. Strike two. And the Yankees were running during the last half of the second. It's a hustling, fighting, running, ripping, and snorting type of World Series. In other words, everybody is trying to take just a little bit more. Chandler throws on the outside, a big bender. All one. One and two. Chandler with a base hit. More or less what you'd call a Baltimore chop. Hit down onto the rubber of home plate and bounced high down toward third. Abajetto had to stand there and wait for it to come down. And infielders tell me that's the most agonized sense of feeling that they ever encounter, having to wait for one of those to land. As it fits low and outside for ball two. Two and two. One nothing. They were the American League champions. Scott Chandler with a great deal of stuff this afternoon. Blows on the fingers of his right hand and looks out toward the scoreboard as though he's checking the count. That hand delivers. Reswings as a fly ball into left field. There's Keller going back three steps, waiting, cupping his glove and makes the catch. Reese is out. One up, one away. Start of the third. Mickey Owen, who had one for two yesterday. Second at bat, tripled. Little catcher. It's right-handed. I feel well around toward left, but they end the pull. Chandler pumping. Throws. Owen swings. There's a hot one down back of second. There's Gordon scooping it up, throwing over to first, and Owen is out. Second to first. The ball was hit right back over the pitcher's head. The infield was pulled around toward left, and Gordon, going over to his right, had no trouble at all coming right up with it on a second skip. Two up, two gone, and here's a big hand of applause starting through the stadium. This is practically packed at the moment. For Whitlow Wyatt, Whitlow pitcher. Wyatt, right-hand hitter, and one of the best hitting pitchers in the business. After a straight away, Wyatt takes a curve on the outside. Ball one. Two out, nobody on. Chandler working, of course, with full freedom on the mound. Delivers. Wyatt swings on a fastball, hits it down to deep short. There's Rizzuto up with it. The throw to first is plenty of time. Wyatt's out by about five steps. Short to first, and it's living across for the Dodgers. Top of the third inning. The Yankees coming in the last half of the third. It's the top of their order. Sturm, Roth, and Henrik. Say, this Chandler has plenty on the ball today. And friends, that's exactly what you'll say about the improved Gillette Blue Blade the first time you use it. Wyatt. Now strolling from the Brooklyn dugout out toward the mound. Taking his time. Mickey Owen. With the tools on. Waiting up there. Back of the plate. Infield is Khalid. Herman. Reese and Navajara. In the outfield is Medic. Reason Walker. The total is at the end of two and a half innings. One run, three hits. No errors for the Yankees. No runs, one hit. No errors for the Dodgers. Chandler in working three innings. Struck out two, walked none. He's faced nine men, get his nine outs. Medic single with one out the second inning. Navigetto followed, hitting into a double play. Second baseman Gordon starting it. Rizzuto in the middle of it and standing with a sweep of his mid finishing in at first. 
Meanwhile, Wyatt is pitching two innings. Giving up one run, three hits, and Walker Couple struck out two. And Wyatt was, of course, in trouble in the first inning. DiMaggio cracked into a double play. So far, this is being an amazing series from the standpoint as to how the boys are defending against DiMaggio. So far, he's 0 for 5. Of course, the echo answers. Wait till he gets going. Stepping in now, Johnny Stern. Struck out swinging. First inning. Now has one hit for four official at-bats so far in the series. After he's shaded toward right. Labagello in close by third. Stern swings and has a high foul ball that's coming up and back, right overhead. Right over this battery of mutual microphones. Strike one. to find the new ball out the mound. Settles down, pumps the sign. Stern swishes that stick back and forth. His wide kicking high, throwing Stern swings and puts a line drive right to first base from Bob Camilli. Throws it down, he's leading. Starts passing it around the infield. There's run up and one man gone. Stern, the first baseman for the Yankees, lining out to the book of the first baseman, Camilli. Red Roth, who dragged a beautiful punt single down toward second. The first inning, left-hand batter. He's an artist at that. Very smart ball player. That field around toward right. The biggest hole in the outer defense is left center. Infield is also up. And Roth bunts down toward third and foul across the line. Mickey Owen and picking up the ball with a quick jet was going to flip it to Lavagetto and then tossed it over his head as Harry was coming in too to defend against that butt attack. And Ralph, who dragged one with him across the right side of the infield, then pushed the butt down toward third and rolled a quick foul. Lavagetto remains playing in close. Ralph has the broken infield very loose. Reese is up two steps at short. The right side of the infield is up two steps. Ralph swings as a ground ball hit down back of first base is fair. Camilla's up with it. Steps on the bag and Roth is out without even going down the line. Because apparently he thought it was going to be foul. Bill Grieve, first base umpire, was right on the line. Had his nose right down on the play. Called it immediately fair. So of course, uh, Roth was easily out. And Camilla has had both putouts unassisted in the last half of the third. The batter is Tommy Henrik. It was walked in the first inning. Henry swings there's a line drive hit along the right field line, and it's fair. It bounces off the wall. Dixie Walker can't get it in the rebound. There's Henry around first, heading for second. Walker picks up, and Henry pulls up at second, standing with a two-bagger. Hit a clothesline inside the right field foul line. It hit up against the wall, where it said 296 feet out there, and it bounced back, back toward the infield. Walker, who was playing it to bounce straight out, had to come in towards second base. And it was an easy thing for Henrik to wind up at second with a double. That's the first extra base hit so far of the series. That's the fourth base hit for the Yankees. And here's DiMaggio. Going off for five so far. And suffered for him the complete ignominy of cracking into a double play in the first inning. Henrik can score just in second with two out. DiMaggio swings and misses at a slow curve and Wyatt let up on him. Joe very anxious, overswung and missed, strike one. Now let's watch the duel between this better right-handed pitcher and this great right-hand batter. 
It's one nothing in favor of the Yankees. But everything else is forgotten right now in watching this struggle between the two. Wyatt pitches a fastball low and outside. Nemanjo takes ball one. One and one. Outfield is very deep. Around toward left. Infield is deep. And swung around toward third base. Kenny, for example, is about three steps farther out toward second or wider than he would usually play. First baseman. DiMaggio sets. Wyatt comes down. Misses with a fastball at the knees on the outside. Pitching for that spot down and away. Right-hand pitcher, right-hand batter. Two and one. Henrik ready to get up and go on anything. Two out. Leading down off second. There's Wyatt. Finally ready. Throws. DiMaggio takes a low inside curve for ball three. And it was a 3-1 pitch that he swung on in the first inning. Back into the DP. Now Wyatt is behind. Mr. Hill has come into him. 3-1. Others will be careful with the pitch, of course, with first base open. Wyatt sets. Now, wait a minute. Mickey Owen calls for time. Just as Wyatt was ready to deliver the ball, and Wyatt did deliver it. However, it is not a legal pitch, so it doesn't count. The manager himself was backing away. And the reason Wyatt delivered was when he saw Mickey Owen stepping out from back of the plate and calling the time. Wyatt was then already into the motion of throwing, and rather than hurt his arm by trying to give it a sudden wrenching stop, he just followed through and delivered. But it was no pitch at all. So you can forget you heard it. I would say the approximately 65,000 here at the moment can forget they saw it. That's three and one. Now just stepping back in. Henry, looking fly too. Moves down off second. There's the runner. Two out. Wyatt taking his time. Maggio sets that wood. Wyatt pitches. A curve low and outside. And Maggio takes it. Ball four. This is the first time that the great man has reached first base safely. Base on ball. That is the third walk in the for Wyatt. Here is Charlie Callan. He's slashed a line drive single. For his first hit of the series. His first at bat today, back in the second inning. Yankees are first and second. Two out. Last half of the third, and they're leading one nothing. Now the Maryland strong boy gets tired of waiting. On wide and backs out. Now steps in. Wide pitches. Kelly swings on a curve, and there's a hot base hit in the right field. Here comes Henrik around third. He's coming in to score. Walker's throw goes towards second, and he's cut off at short as DiMaggio easily makes third. And Keller gets his second straight, and the Yankees are ahead 2 to nothing. Keller just went out to that pitch and belabored it on a line. Sharply through the hole between first and second. Out in the right field. And, of course, with two men out, it was very easy for Henrik to come in and score. Walker's throw was headed toward third, and Reese, the shortstop, cut it off. Now there's Reese, the little shortstop, at the mound, trying to comfort the veteran pitcher, Wyatt. And Keller has two for two. That is the fifth hit for the Yankees. And here now is Bill Dickey, who looked to the third strike, a fastball that caught him napping. Second inning. Dickey, left-hand batter, swings, and there's a foul back into the upper stands and the Yankee dugout. Nothing in one. The applause is for the spectator who finally emerged victorious out of the scramble. Came up with that baseball. Indeed, quite a souvenir, this World Series.
Also, your Gillette dealer is a very practical World Series souvenir. Stop around, you'll see it. Having one. Still two out. Runners at first and third. The Yankees ahead 2 nothing. Wyatt throws. Dickey takes high outside fastball. Ball one. One ball and one strike. Charlie Keller. Proud possession now of two sizzling line drive singles. Leading down off first. Tanagio. Only time one base so far. Got on with the walk. Leading off third. Kennedy just scored. All this occurred after two were out. Dickey swings. has a long foul into the upper left field stand. One ball, two strikes. Talk about uh, getting a bird's eye look at something. You know, one of the subway lines comes out of the ground right in back of center field here at the stadium. The Woodlawn uh, Jerome uh, subway line. And you can see the spectators just getting a split second look down into the stadium as they go by on the subway. Wonder how much of it they say. Wyatt throws. Dickey swings as a bounding ball hit to Billy Herman at second. The throws over to first, and Dickey is easily out. Boy, he's more than three-fourths of the way down. Second to first. And for the Yankees, a sudden explosion. Henrik's double. Followed by Walt Dimaggio and Keller's second pitch single. It is one run and two hits. One man was left. No book and errors. And it is two runs, five hits, no errors for the Yankees. No runs, one hit, no errors for the Dodgers. And that ends the third inning. You know, shaving comforts in the bag, if you accept Gillette's money-saving offer, you get a tube of Gillette shaving cream, lather, or brushless, free. With the purchase of 10 easy-shaving Gillette blue blades, all for 49 cents. Now remember, friends, the supply is limited. So hurry down to your dealers today and stock up. Introduce yourself to a new shaving thrill. And save cold cash, too. Well, the number two game of the World Series is going into the fourth inning now at Yankee Stadium, and here's Red Barber. Hello, Bob. And it's the time of the book and dining order. Walker, Herman, and Reza. He followed by Camille. And nowhere in that section of the batting order has there been a hit forthcoming in the yesterday's game or today. Chandler to get his first nine outs. First but nine men. Medvick with a very solid single in the second inning one out. Robert Jordan trying to hit him back of him. Bounced into a second to short to first. Twin killing. And it is two to nothing. Favor of the Yankees. As they are trying to make this World Series status tonight read two to nothing their favorite. They won yesterday. Three to two score the first game. The Yankees have won their last ten World Series games without a break. Talk about looking at the record. That's one you can really look at. Fred Walker, who first came up to the major leagues of the Yankees, takes a pitch inside for ball one. Walker looks for the third strike to begin this ball game today. Now the sun is certainly playing hide and seek back in the clouds. It's now sort of a comfortable, hazy afternoon without bright sunshine streaming down any particular sector. Kind of right-handed, Walker swings at a hot one, but hits straight to second baseman Gordon, who eats it up, throws over to first, and that's all for Walker. Second to first. One up and one gone. And Chandler continues moving along under a full head of steam. A bewildering assortment of stuff, and a curve, and a fastball that are both fast. Billy Hammond bounced out second to first in the first inning. 
takes a fastball inside, more or less moves him back. Ball one, at two rounds, what left? Herman, looking at stick by the end. Tanner throws, Herman swings, and there's a high foul behind the Brooklyn dugout, which is on the third baseline. And it lands into the upper stands, and there's a clean catch of it. That's a big round of applause. Talking to Tommy Henrik down at the Yankee cage while they were taking batting practice for today's ball game. Speaking of applause, let's see. Here's a pitch to Herman. Low inside for ball two. And Henrik said that in all his years in sports, not only as a performer but as a spectator, he never heard so much applause as for Medvick's catch yesterday afternoon. And that he, as an outfielder, appreciating uh, the technical side to that catch, doing what had to be done, felt like joining in almost. There's a bounding ball hit down to third. Red Roth is up with it. There's a throw over to first in time, and Billy Herman is out. Third to first. And so it's two up, two gone. The hitter is Reza. Struck out swinging. First inning. Reza is 0 for 4. Here's the pitch. Swung on. There's a hot one. That's Gordon. Takes away from Reza. Close to first. The kid's out. Joe Gordon is just about to take this series all over by himself. Gordon went directly behind second base, and that ball was hit. It was tagged, too. And Gordon, running sharper to his right, leaped into the air and twisted. You know he is a great and accomplished tumbler. Pulled the ball down with his glove, pulled him through the first, and when you throw Reese right at first base, you're not losing any time. Any more than we're going to lose to say, and that ends the first half of the fourth inning. Telegrams and more telegrams have really started rolling in, friends. And if you don't think that men are going for Gillette's free shaving cream offer, listen to this. Lynn Thompson of Scotts Bluff, Nebraska Wires, devoting entire window to World Series specials. You should see the way men flock in to buy. And from the Crumley Melbourne drugstores of Raleigh, North Carolina, congratulations to Gillette for its smashing hit with World Series specials. Gillette Blue Blade and Gillette Shaving Cream combinations are going like hotcakes. And so they go. Tell men you ought to take advantage of this money-saving offer. Get a tube of Gillette shaving cream, lather, or brushless, free with 10 Gillette blue blades for 49 cents. The supply can't last long, so you better see your dealer quickly and stock up. Red? Joe Gordon is playing a magnificent second base. In other words, no matter what has been hit down toward that section... Gordon has handled it. And beautifully. Went directly behind second base. And took what appeared to be, when it was tagged, a certain base hit away from reason. That's the last third of the Yankee hitting list. Coming in here in the last half of the fourth. Gordon, Rizzuto, and Chandler. Gordon has handled everything at second. And he has not been gotten out yet in the series. Three walks, two hits. There he is up there, right-hand batter. The Yankees now hit 2 nothing. After the round to have left, the infield is swung sharply around toward third, which means that Billy Herman, for example, the second baseman, is pretty close over to the bag in itself. Gordon gets tired of waiting for Wyatt. Backs out, gets in again. Pendle pitches. Joe takes a curve that's flipped over the outside corner at three-quarter speed for a call strike. There is now a slight breeze that is stirring, but it is not enough to be an important factor in the game. It is blowing out toward left field. 
Flat throws. Gordon swings in the curve and a line drive. Bullard into left field for Joe's third hit. And he's three for three. So far in the series. That was a single. Medrick threw in towards second. Reached the shortstop going out. Cut it off and then ran it back in. And Gordon hangs one out into left field. It gives him a walk and a single for the afternoon. And three hits. Three official at bats in the series. And that's a half a dozen hits now off Wyatt. And here is still Rizzuto. He's gone off for five. Doesn't have one safely. Cavagetto in by third. This is not only a potential bunt situation for a sacrifice for the Yankees, but Rizzuto bunts for hits. Wide pitches. Rizzuto swings and slaps a foul just by a foot past third base, not along the left field line. Hits the roll of canvas out there and kicks out into left field. Hedrick retrieves and throws it out. Nine one. New ball is handed there to catcher Mickey Orn. Now the World Series rules this year. When new balls are put in play, the umpire either hands them to the catcher and he must throw it to the pitcher, or else the umpire throws the new ball direct to the pitcher. There is no throwing in of new baseballs to infielders and passing them around. That's a time-saving device. Here's a pitch. Swung on and hit out toward the right field corner. And it's a question whether it's foul or foul. It is foul. It is foul in the lower right field stand, just missing by about a yard. There is no question about that ball going to land untouched. Walk to the right fielder had no chance to get to it. It was a question whether it would come down fair or foul. It was just foul. And into the lower right field stands. Now Mickey Owen is out at the mound talking to Wyatt. And Lavagello was in talking to Wyatt. And then when Reese wanted to come in and talk to Whitlow, Lavagello had to get out of the way because under the World Series rules, only two players can go out to the mound and talk to the pitcher. The manager can join them. But that's all. So it's a catch and one infielder. And uh, in that case, Orn was out there. So when Lavagetto was at the mound and Reese, who apparently has taken charge in this series, when Reese wanted to come in and talk to football, Lavagetto had to get away. Now he's strike two to Rizzuto. They're ready out. Gordon first. Camille holding the inside corner. There's activity down the book of the bullpen. And Rizzuto gets tired of waiting on wide and comes back out. Score is 2 0 in favor of the Yankees. And when Rizzuto steps out, Wyatt sticks his hands on his hips, his elbows akimbo, and looks around up into the stand as though he was counting the house. Now the series face right hand to throws. Rizzuto sits down. That was one right over the button of his cap. And it's one and two. One ball, two strikes. Wyatt slips his glove for the moment. Takes his ball and rubs it between both bare hands. Rizzuto sets. Stocky little brunette figure. The pitch is swung on. There's a half line drive. And Billy Herman pulls out with one hand, but he cannot recover in time to throw back to first. A great catch by Billy Herman of a half line drive at a short right field. It looked when it was hit as though it was going in. But Herman tore back madly into right field, leaped up, and pulled it down with his gloved hand. And Rizzuto is robbed. A great play by Herman. He was given an ovation for it. That was the same type of base hit, Detroit, that Goslin broke up the World Series with in 1935. And Herman came within about an inch of catching that one, if you'll recall. This one he did catch. And up now is Chandler. That's one out. Gordon is still the runner at first. It's two to nothing still over the Yankees. Chandler swing, hits the bounding ball down to short. Reached up with it, throws to Herman, one out. The throw to first is not in time. And Chandler, who can run, after all, he was a halfback at the University of Jordan this football day. 
is Serpion at first, beating the attempt to double him up. So it's a fourth play at second base on Gordon. Reese to Herman. The two Louisville, Kentucky boys. Coming up with that, at least as far as their baseball beginning places below. Herman, of course, makes it home in Indiana. That's his home state. Reese, of course, is at home in Kentucky. So Chandler with a force out. On at first, two gone, Johnny Stern. Up first third at bat, which means the Yankees are starting down for the third time. Stern, the lead off, and is off for two. Strike out in the first inning, lines out to first and the third. Wide pitches, Stern takes call strike, fastball over the outside. Wide working very deliberately. Meantime, the activity continues in the Brooklyn bullpen. However, you cannot see who is throwing in either bullpen at the stadium. There is a let-up, change of pace that is through there for call strike two. Nothing into. There are runways behind right center and left center field at Yankee Stadium. And you can't see who's in the bullpen at all. All you can see is the catcher uh, throwing back to whoever's pitching. Stern swings and there's a short fly in the center. Reeser's coming in and he can't get it. It drops in for a Texas League single. There's the throw to third base and Chandler is thrown out at third. Reeser to Lavagello. Chandler trying to take an extra base on the Texas League single dropped into short center field by Stern. He's thrown out by Reza. Gives Stern credit for a base hit. And Chandler is out stretching the center fielder to the third baseman. And so for the Yankees a threat. However, there were no runs. Two hits. One man was left for Brooklyn no errors. In fact, a great defense. Sparked by Hermes, magnificent one-handed starting catch. At the end of four innings, it is two runs, seven hits, no errors for the Yankees. No runs, one hit, and no errors for the Dodgers. What a ball game this one is. And it is the great pleasure of the Gillette Safety Razor Company to bring you the broadcast of this World Series for the third straight year. And today, it's the seventh anniversary of the mutual broadcasting system. Now, this is the old redhead coming back at you for the top of the fifth inning. It is Camille, Medrick, and Lamagetto at the hitting section. And he got his first dozen outs, Spurgeon Chandler, who has not yet taken the mound for the start of the fifth. Chandler, as you recall, was out there running madly on the bases and was cut down at third base, trying to take an extra base on Stern's Texas League single to center. Chandler get his first 12 outs, his face with 12 men. Thanks to the double play and back of Medrick's single in the second inning. Reeser, the center fielder, came up with that base hit by Stern. Threw it on to Labagetto. Doc Hunter standing to one side. He's going to have a long wait. Chandler is just now stepping onto the rubber. Throw down a few pitches. And there are a couple of carrier pigeons that are turned loose. There's another one following a third. And they're circling around. Here in New York, quite a few of the papers use um, carrier pigeons for different purposes, to carry news and also sometimes to carry negatives for prints. And you see them, stadiums, the polo grounds, and the Debits Field, the other sports stadium around. Every few minutes, there'll be a burst of them. 
Dickey turns around, gets another baseball from third umpire and umpire in chief today, Babe Pinelli. Nice league staff. For no other reason than the fact that Chandler wanted another one. Now Chandler's finally numbered up. Two to nothing, favor the Yankees. And the Dodgers have been just as muzzled the first four innings today by Chandler as they were the first four innings yesterday by Ruffin. It was in the fifth inning with two men out that the Dodgers got their first score and began their first offensive. Now here's the fifth inning today. At this stage of the ball game, yesterday, the Yankees were ahead 2 to nothing when the Dodgers came in for the fifth. Now the Yankees are ahead 2 to nothing. the Dodgers come in for the fifth again. Here's Kelly, the 10 batter. Takes a high inside curve for ball one. Jim Lebrick standing in the ring on deck. Chandler throws a strike right under the shoulders. That was almost, uh, you might say that was a short screwball, a reverse curve, broke backwards slightly. That's one and one. I feel around toward right on Dolph. Looks from first base and takes a pitch on the outside for ball two. Two and one. Money so far has been stopped. It's five times at bat and all official and go for five. And the Rocher has changed his superstition. Today he's still on the coaching line as we hit the fifth inning. Money takes high for ball three. In the last month of the pennant race, Russia, for some reason, figured that it was good luck to coach no more than the first three innings and then retire in favor of Carlin. But after losing yesterday and being behind today, the look at MGR is still out there, back at first. You hear him hollering in a very throaty voice. Trying to pitch a 3-1. High outside for ball four, and Camilla for the first time in the series. Gets on safely, based on ball. This is the first walk given up by Chandler. It is the first cracking in his control pitching. And Medrick, who has broken one hit, lines out single to left center. He's now coming up for his second at bat. And Joe now has two hits so far in the series for five tries. And Kamelian just moved on down to first base. A walk. Let me tell you, friends, when you use one of the World Series special Gillette Tech razors, that shaving is just as easy as taking a base on balls. Outfield around foot left. Here's Nedrick up. Pulling a brown bat by the end. Swings and cups the line. Drive foul into the lower right field stands. And there's nothing in one. They're playing Joe to pull around foot left. The Ferry hits safely. Second inning. This time he cooked an outside pitch and foul out past right field line into the lower stands. Nobody out. Millie at first. Holding against him. Chandler throws. Medrick swings as a line drives it for the left field corner. It's in for a base hit. Hits the wall and bounces back. Keller plays it. Here's Camille coming into third. Medrick is sliding into second base for a double. And the Dodgers have the tying runs at second and third and nobody else. Top of the fifth. Listen. Spurgeon Chandler came down with a sidearm pitch, a sidearm curve and threw it right into Medrick, and Joe stepped into it and wheeled it away into the left field corner. 
bursting in an outside pitch foul into the lower right field stand. This one he pulls sharp into the left field corner. Camille. Skirted around the third base, and Medrick comes up with a double for the Dodgers. And the tying runs about second and third. And here is Harry Lavagetto. First base is open. The Yankee infield is halfway up, and the outfield around toward left. Lavagetto is 0 for 5 in the series. Protected to a double play. Back of Medrick single in the second. Now Chandler's in his first real serious trouble. The right hander throws. And Lavagetto hits the ground. Button right up there, run to the whiskers. It was almost as close a shave as Gillette would give you. One and all. Medrick at second base. Falconelli at third. The throw is high inside. A fastball for ball two. And there's activity going on in the Yankee boat there. Navajara digging in. Chandler taking his time, being very deliberate behind 2 0. Delivers. Harry takes high for ball three, and Chandler behind 3 0. And there's Dickey going out to the mound. Gets halfway there and hollers something to Spud. Then Dickey comes walking back. It's 3 0. Labachetto. Mendrick's double has changed the whole complexion of things. And it's a different ball game, a new ball game right now, and the Dodgers have come alive. Here's Lavagetto leaning over the plate. Outside and low for ball four. Lavagetto walks to roll him up. Now it is three on in the top of the fifth. The bases are FOB. Full of Brooklyn. Nobody out. And Chandler is in trouble. His first trouble of the day. There's the little colonel, Pee Wee Reese, stepping in. Money at third, never at second. Ravagetto at first. The Yankee infield is halfway up. In other words, they're playing for the double play. Give a run if necessary. Channel throws. Reese swings at a bounding ball going to short. The little up there is to go out. One out to throw to first. Is not in time at first. Not in time at first. Camille scores. Medrick moves to second. It is a forced play at second base. First of all, Greve started to give the out sign as Gordon's low throw into the ground came into first base. And then when the low throw on the skip was not fielded cleanly by Stern, the out sign, which was only just the beginning, you could almost see it practically starting, was quickly switched to the safe side. There is no error on the play as there was an out made at second. So in scoring that, it is Reese getting into a force play, forcing Lamagetto, the shortstop, to the second baseman at second base. And Reese is credited with batting in the run. Mendrick on the fourth play, short to second, going to third, and Camille scoring. And it is now two to one. And Mickey Owen steps in the hit. Needless to say, activity in the Yankee bullpen. And it isn't that we do not wish to tell you, Bob and I, who are the gentlemen warming up in the bullpens, but you cannot see them by the construction of the park. Owen swings and hits a bounding ball through the left side for a base hit. Hedrick comes in. Here is Reese coming around the third base, and Owen holds on at first. A sharp single, and it's all tied up at two and two. On a run and hit play, Mickey Owen bounced through the left side of the infield. 
Listen to this crowd for a second, then we'll get back to the detail. And that ties it up. There's a constant roaring here, but we wish to go along. Mickey Owen on a 3-1 pitch. The Dodgers played the run and hit, which is not the same thing as the hit and run. On the hit and run, the batter has to go after the pitch no matter where it is. But with a count three balls, one strike, Owen had the alternative. Reese was going on the paper motion of Chandler's right arm. But had the pitch been in Owen's judgment, outside the ball, four would have taken it. But when Reese broke and came for second, shortstop Rizzuto started in to cover second base. Owen hit the 3-1 pitch right where the shortstop had been. Through the left side of the infield, score Medrick, and Reese, of course, with the running impetus, easily made it around the third base. The Dodgers are still at first and third, and Wyatt is batting for himself. And it's a brand-new ball game, all tied at 2-2. Two and two. And Wyatt is a good hitter up there. DeRosa just talked to him a moment ago. Chandler throws. Wyatt swings and fouls it back, and his bat spins out of his hand as Wyatt was sort of flipping at an outside pitch. Dickey again walking halfway out to the mound. And Mickey Owen, who drilled a triple to get in the first Brooklyn run yesterday in the fifth inning, singles to the left side of the infield. Same direction he hit the triple, by the way, yesterday to get in the Brooklyn second run in the tying run. And everything is now even once again. And Wyatt, who was in trouble in the second inning and in the third inning and in the first inning and in the fourth inning. In fact, Wyatt's been in trouble all the way. Now he's up there hitting in Chandler for the first time he's in trouble. Mickey on off first, Reese off third. Wyatt swings at the bounding ball to second. Gordon up with it to throw to Rizzuto. In time for one, in time for a double play. And the Yankees close it out with a double play and keep it even. Steven at two and two. And so that battle rages. Gee, this is great baseball. Wyatt slapped a sharp slasher down towards second. And that was the flawless Joe Gordon up with it. His throw to Rizzuto was high and was toward the degree faulty, except that Rizzuto, like an India rubber man, Took it on the bounce, then got off the bag and threw on over to first, and Wyatt was double. The second baseman to the shortstop to the first baseman. McGowan, of course, was gotten as the first one of the two in the trim killing. And so that's two VPs that Gordon has started. And for the Dodgers, two runs to get them even in the top of the fifth inning. But their big inning was stopped just short of major proportion as, again, a DP jumped up. So it is two runs for the Dodgers on two hits. There was one man left. And at the end of four and a half innings, it is all tied at two and two, and the totals for the Yankees, two runs, seven hits, and no errors, and for the Dodgers, two runs, three hits, and no errors, and Wyatt is now ready to pitch the last half of the fifth inning, and he's restored to parity, an even status once again, and leaning into our mutual microphone, Bob Olson of WGN Chicago. But Bob, there are millions and millions listening to these over 300 mutual stations, but boy, this is hot. Thank you very much, Red. Nice going. Fans, this, uh, I don't have to tell you, it's been the kind of a ball game. I can easily understand how it's kept you right close to your radio. And believe me, it's kept uh, us up here in the press box right on the edge of our chairs. It's uh, been that kind of a game, and now it's tied at two and two as we go into the last half of the fifth inning. And it is anybody's ball game with both of these pitchers, Whitlow Wyatt and Spurgeon Chandler, both doing a swell job. So we have a tied up ball game as Red Rolf steps up having one hit today and one hit yesterday, giving him two hits in the series, a left-handed hitter to face Whitlow Wyatt. Whitlow Wyatt gets all ready again. Here's the next pitch, and there's a swing and a bouncing ball down to Camelli. It should be an easy play. Dolph makes it himself, and Rolf is out to Camelli unassisted. So there's one gone now for the Yankees in their half of the fifth inning with a score tied at 2-0.
It's the second successive time, by the way, that Rolfe has bounced out to Camelli. Now it brings up the right fielder Tommy Henrik, who walked the first time up, doubled the second time up for his first hit in the series. And his hit was a beauty, a nice line drive down the right field line. Tommy up in there, kind of crowds that plate. He doesn't move that bat around very much. The outfield moves back about 15 feet for him. Here's the first pitch from wide, and it's very low for a ball. Dave Pinelli went down low, the umpire back at the plate to watch just the way that ball broke in. And it's ball one for Henrik. Whitlow has the sign again. Here's the next pitch, and it's a slow one. A beautiful change of pace in that one. Baby did he slow up. And that ball just hung in the air as it came in there for a perfect strike. Right in around his knees. Ball one and strike one for Henrik. Whitlow's winding up again. Here's the next pitch, and he swings at a slow ball and hits a high fly ball to center field. Reeser should have no trouble with the ball. He's right under it, and he caught it for the second out. Tommy Henrik flied to Reeser just a bit offline in center field, a bit toward right center. So there's two gone, and the next batter is Joe DiMaggio. DiMaggio, who did nothing yesterday, although he was robbed of a couple of hits on great fielding plays, one by Medwick and one by Reese, hit into a double play the first time up today, and the second time he walked. Here's the famed Yankee Clipper up in there now, batting with two out and nobody on. The ball game all tied in the last half of the fifth. The Dodger outfield pulls way around to the left for him, and the left fielder Medwick is plenty deep. The first pitch is a strike. Gets right across his knees. It's called. That was a sharp curve in there right over the outside corner, knee-high to DiMaggio. DiMaggio, feet wide apart, stands there, brings that bat around slowly. Not, not much lost motion with Joe. Here's the next pitch. It's a fastball. It's under his chin. Backed up, and it's one and one. Joe DiMaggio. Famed center fielder of the Yankees batting in the last half of the fifth inning of the second game of the World Series. We're all tied at two and two. Here comes the next pitcher slow, and he hits a high fly ball into right field. Walker's going to his left near the line. He caught the ball on the run, and it retires aside. And so it is three up and three down for the Yankees fans in the last half of the fifth inning. The score is still tied at two and two, and that is the end of the fifth inning. Brooklyn's Leo DeRosa really talks it up inning after inning. And users of the Gillette Tech Razor talk it up, too. And plenty. Yes, sir, you're in the groove for shaving comfort when you use that Gillette Tech and the Gillette Blue Blade. In fact, you can bet your bottom dollar on that. Just try the new World Series Tech. 49 cents complete with five famous Gillette Blue Blades. The sixth inning and Bob Elson. Now the Yankees are out there on the field, and for those of you who might be tuning in right now or want to check out over your scorecard, let's take a look around that Yankee lineup again. In left field, of course, is Charlie Keller, the strong man. In center field is Joe DiMaggio, and in right field, it's Tommy Henrik. At third base, it's Rolf, the shortstop, Rizzuto. The second baseman is Gordon. And I, I thought that the play that retired the side in the first half of the fifth inning, Gordon to Rizzuto to Sturm, was one of the finest double plays I'd ever seen. Boy, those boys really had to whip that ball around. We're going into the... Last half of the fifth inning. First man to bat for Brooklyn is Walker, who's been up twice today. He was called out on strikes the first time, and he bounced out the second time. He's still shooting for his first hit in the series. Spike gets right over the outside corner, waist high. Here's a fellow who not too much can be said about the great part he contributed to that Brooklyn drive this year, Dixie Walker. Walker, too, doesn't have any funny motions up there in the batter's box. He knows a lot of batters that we see during the course of the season. Kind of jittery. Wave that bat around a lot. But most of these hitters are pretty solid up there. There's a ground ball right at the second baseman, Gordon. He backs up. Almost lost his balance. 
And Sturm was pulled off the bag, taking his throw, and Walker is safe. Walker is safe at first. Gordon backed up for that ground smash. He almost lost his balance. He straightened up and he threw to Sturm. Sturm made a reaching left-hand stab of his throw to the right. And let's see what the official score is going to call it. Walker safe at first. It's an error for Gordon. His throw was just a little bit to the right field side, too far to the right field side of first base, and Stern was pulled off the bag. That puts a man on first now for the Dodgers and brings up Billy Herman. Not twice today without a hit, and the first pitch is wide for a ball. Herman, too, is still shooting for his first hit in the series. The 285 for the Dodgers this year. And on first base for the Dodgers and Billy Herman batting. Pitchers all set. Here's the next one. There's a smash into left field. It's a hit by Billy Herman. And the runner from first base, a hit and run play going around the third. Billy Herman gets his first hit in the series. A shot ground ball between the shortstop, Rizzuto, and the third baseman, Ralph. It was a clean hit, fans, and it puts Dodger runners on first and third. And now we have a man on first, a man on third for the Dodgers. And it looks like we're going to get a new pitcher. That's all for Chandler. Four hits by Brooklyn, one in the second, two hits, and two walks in the fifth, a hit in the sixth after an error by Gordon, and Chandler is being taken out. Murphy is coming into pitch now for New York. John Joseph Murphy is one of the native New Yorkers on the New York team. John was born in the Bronx and got all of his education right through Fordham College in that borough. In college, he was a pitching hero, and he went from the campus right into the Yankee chain, hurling for Albany, St. Paul, and Newark, before he became a stadium fixture in 1934. Murphy's specialty is relief work. His pet aversion is the nickname hung on him by Pat Malone when that worthy was a Yankee grandma. Johnny was born July the 14th, 1910. He has a future pitcher in his happy home, which last year was shifted from the Bronx to St. Petersburg, Florida, where the Yankees do their trade. Well, little Petey Reeser, who certainly came through with a bang, the Dodgers this year and skyrocketed right up to the batting championship of the National League, a 343 hitter who has yet to make a hit in this 1941 World Series, is going to be the first batter to greet Murphy with Brooklyn runners on first and third and nobody out. Remember, the ball game is tied. The game is all tied at two and two. All right, here's Petey Reeser in the batter's box right down here below. It's a little guy, but he can really wave that willow. Walker's on third. Herman is on first. Murphy gets his sign. The first pitch is a sharp curve that broke in to a left-hand hitter. It's perfect right across his knees. It's a call strike on Reeser. Yankee outfield is playing straight away. Remember now, the ball game tied. There's a man on third, a man on first, and nobody out. Here's the pitch. Reeser swings and misses. He went all the way around, going for a fastball. And big, tall, skinny Johnny really poured it on that time. That ball was plenty fast. Right in there around his waist, right in on the handle. And he swung hard and missed. So now it's two strikes for Reeser. A hit or a fly ball would put the Dodgers in the lead. Brooklyn runners on first and third. Here's the next pitch to Reeser. Reeser swings and he struck him out. Reeser went all the way around, trying to hit a shot knee-high curveball over the outside corner. And Petey struck out. Well, that is a strikeout for Murphy. And it brings up Dolph Camelli. First time up, Camelli flied out to center field. And the second time up, he reached first for the first time in the series with a base on ball. 
big gun and the Dodger attack all year. This big fellow's plenty dangerous. Here's the pitch to Camelli, and he takes a fastball right across his chin, and it's ball one. Man on first, a man on third for Brooklyn. One up. The ball game is all tied at two and two. Right fielder Henrik is playing Camelli deep. So is DiMaggio in center field. Left fielder Keller is in just a foot or two. Steps in just a bit. Here's the next pitch, and Camelli takes a perfect strike. It's right in across his knees, and it's one and one. Murphy takes a look at the baseball when he gets it back from Bill Dickey, holds it in his glove, juggles the ball around in his glove a bit and holds it up close to his face. It's okay. Canelli, a number four in the back of his gray uniform, right down here below, swings that bat around. He swings over, hit into right field. The Dodgers go into the lead. Walker's scoring. Herman is running around the third, and he is safe at third. No play on Herman. The throw from right field is cut off by, Go by Gordon, and Dolph Canelli just came through with a beautiful hit. A line smash into right field, and the Dodgers lead in the second game of the World Series in the last half of the fifth inning by a score of 3-2. to two. Well, Canelli finally got that hit. They came through with the hit right when the Dodgers needed it. Now there's a man on first, a man on third, and here's Hedwig. Hedwig, as I told you, has had three hits in the series. He's had two of those hits today. Score now is 3-2 to two in favor of the Dodgers. The first pitch to Medwick is a wide curve, way outside for a ball. Three, four, five hits so far for Brooklyn, and seven hits for the Yankees. Dodgers are on top, 3-2. to two. Murphy getting his sign again. Here's the pitch. He swings. There's a ground ball to the shortstop. Going to make the play at the plate, and Herman is out at the plate. Herman is out at the plate. The play going from the shortstop Rizzuto to the catcher Dickey. And the reason I hesitated was because the umpire hesitated. He wanted to be sure that the catcher did not drop the ball. He did not. And Billy Herman is cut down at the plate, short to plate. It leaves a man on first, a man on second. And there's two gone now in this last half of the fifth. Scooter Rizzuto came through with a perfect play. Perfect throw in there to Dickey. That leaves a man on first, a man on second. Two men on and two out. Here's a pistol to Labagetto, and it's in close for a ball. He's been up twice today. The first time he hit into a double play, and the second time he walked. Labagetto with a 277 average for the season has not had his hitters yet. There he's up in there now, and that peculiar crouch of his. Here's the next pitch, and Labagetto slams a low fly ball to the center field. Maggio coming fast. He caught it, and it retires the side. A low fly ball hit in the center field by Labagetto is caught by Joe DiMaggio. And it retires the side. In that inning, Walker, you remember, was safe on an air. There was a hit by Billy Herman. Reeser struck out. Canelli singled to right field, driving in a run. And so the totals in the last half of the inning are one run and two hits and one error. The Dodgers lead three to two. And that's the end of the first half of the sixth. Ravon, the telegraph companies are having a field day. Wires are piling in. The Reed Drug and Chemical Company, Baltimore, wires... Gillette World Series combination, one of fastest-selling offers in our history. You can't match this deal for value, and our customers sure know it. And up comes Cunningham Drugstores Incorporated with this one. Gillette Tech and Gillette World Series combination, setting new records in all our Michigan stores after splendid first-game broadcast. No wonder men are going for the Gillette offer by hundreds and hundreds of thousands. Yes, sir, Gillette shaving cream has what it takes. Now, Gillette Lila Cream contains three beneficial oils. Gives you rich, super-moist lather that wilts the toughest beard in a hurry. 
And Gillette Brushless, made with peanut oil, is your cream if you go for super speed combined with comfort. Free from grease, it can't clog razor or drains and rinses away energetic. While the supply of combinations lasts, you get a regular 25-cent tube of Gillette shaving cream, lather, or brushless, free, with the purchase of 10 Gillette Blue Blades, 49 cents. All right, Bob? Well, friends, we're going into the last half of the sixth inning now, the second game of the World Series. Here's the Yankee strongman, Charlie Keller, who has two for two today coming up. Gives him two hits in the series. He had none yesterday. Charlie's standing outside the batter's box right now, taking a look at Whitlow Wyatt, Dodgers' great right-hander who's gone all the way. And now Keller steps up in there, waving that bat around, and the Dodger outfield is playing him deep and around a bit to the right. Wyatt is all set now for the first pitch of the last half of the sixth inning, and it's a spike. It's a perfect spike. It just caught the corner right around his knees, and Keller didn't offer at it. Keller waves that bat around. Wyatt looks down at Mickey Owen, getting his sign. Now the wind-up. Here's the next pitch. He swings, and there's a tremendously high fly ball to right field, but it shouldn't give Walker too much trouble. In fact, he moves in about 10 feet. He's camped under it, and he caught it. Ball the first out. I believe that ball was hit higher than any ball that's been hit so far in the series. But Charlie didn't get much distance to it, and so Dixie just camped under that ball and waited for it to come down. One goal. That brings up Bill Dickey. The first time up today, Bill was called out on strikes. The second time, he bounced off to Billy Herman. Dickey had two hits yesterday, so it gives him two hits so far in the series. He's the left-hand batter who hit 284 this year for the Yankees. Stepping up now with one out and nobody on in the last half of the sixth inning. The score, the Dodgers three, the Yankees two. Whitlow Wyatt stands there on the mound. Getting his sign, takes plenty of time. Now he's all ready. Here's the pitch, and there's a curveball that Dickey swung at and fouled on the ground down the first baseline, and it's one strike. I believe that considerable time that Wyatt takes occasionally between pitches is part of his pitching strategy, working on the batter's nerves, trying to get him anxious. He's getting all ready. Here's the pitch. He swings, and there is a fly ball into short right field. Walker's coming in. He's waving the other players away, and he takes it easily for the second out. Two gone. Now the next batter is Gordon. Gordon today has had a walk and a hit. He had two hits yesterday and two walks. So far, so far on the offensive side, he's been really the batting star of the series. Joe's standing outside the batter's box now, getting his hands thoroughly dried. Now he grips the bat and steps up in there. It's the Yankees batting in the last half of the sixth inning with two out and nobody on. And the Dodgers out ahead by a run. Score three to two. Wyatt is already. Here's the pitch. He swung and missed the fastball that time. It was right down the middle. And it's one strike. Gordon went all the way around trying to give that ball a ride. It was a swing like that yesterday. It sent the ball way over Medwick's head. Way back into the grandstand for the first home run of the series. Wyatt is ready again. Here's the next pitch. It's inside and high. And it's a ball. Makes it one and one. Mickey Owen fires that ball back to Wyatt. The third baseman, Lavagetto, is playing Gordon as a line hitter. He's playing him right over near the third baseline. He's just about a foot and a half off the line. Joe does hit a lot right down the baseline. Wyatt is ready again. Here's the next pitch, and there's a curveball. It's in close. Pretty sharp, fast curve. It was in close, waist high. And it's ball two and strike one for Gordon. The Dodger outfield is playing him way around to the left. They're playing Gordon as a straight left field hitter. 
Center fielder is way off, 50 to 60 to 75 feet off the center. Way over in left center field. Wyatt has the sign again. Here's the next pitch to Gordon. Gordon takes one, and it's a ball inside high. Makes it three and one. So it's ball three and strike one for Gordon. He's on the verge of a walk here with two out and nobody on. Ball game in the last half of the sixth. So far, the Yankees have drawn one, two, three, four. One, two, three, three walks. Three walks. Mickey Owen walks out and says something to Wyatt. Now he's coming back in behind the plate. The Dodgers have drawn one, two, two walks. There have been five bases on balls in all in the ball game. Two for Brooklyn, three for the Yankees. Wyatt working cautiously. Here comes the pitch. It's a ball inside and high. And Gordon draws the fourth Yankee walk. So that puts him on first base and brings up the shortstop, Rizzuto. Rizzuto has been up twice today. Nothing yesterday, and so Phil has yet to make his hit in the series. He's batting now with a teammate on first base, a right-handed hitter, two out, ball game in the last half of the sixth. He bounced out the first time today. He's up in there, a little fellow right-handed batter, but he finished with a grand average this year of 302. Wyatt has a sign. The first pitch is a ball. It's low. Ball one. But threw in that slider that time. It broke real low, and it's ball one. Rizzuto a little fellow, but he's got a lot of power. He can really hit that baseball when he gets a hold of it. Third baseman is playing him in just a little bit. Takes a few steps in. Here comes the next pitch. He swings, and there's a base hit to left field. Rizzuto's first hit. Gordon takes the turn at second and holds up as Medwick gets that ball and fires it back into the infield. It's another hit, and it's Rizzuto's first hit in the series, a shot ground ball between Reese and Lavagetto in the left field. That makes eight hits for the Yankees. It's a man on first, a man on second, and brings up the pitcher, Johnny Murphy. Here's Johnny coming out. He walks out toward the plate. He's talking to the umpire, Babe Pinelli, who's cleaning off the plate right now. And again, the catcher takes that walk out to the mound. Man on first, a man on second for the Yankees. Two out, the Dodgers leading three to two. That's eight hits for the Yankees against five hits for the Dodgers. Talking about hits, fans are sure going for that World Series special Gillette Tech Razor. Takes a hit with everybody. Man on first, man on second. Here's Murphy up, see if he can aid his own cause, get a hit here and tie the game. There's a fastball that's right through the middle, and it's a call strike. One strike to Murphy, he was right down the middle. It couldn't have been any better if he'd have hung it in there. Wyatt getting his sign, working cautiously. Just because the pitcher's up, you know, there's no let-up. Wyatt is already out there again. Here's the next one, and there's a very fast ball. It's in low, and it's one and one. Wyatt keeps that ball in there low practically all the time. Ian Davis, who pitched yesterday, a real low ball specialist. Gordon on second base with a potential tying run. Rizzuto on first base, two out. Yankees at bat in the last half of the sixth inning, and a count of one and one on Murphy, a right-handed batter. Here comes the next pitch. It's right over the plate. He swung hard. May have got a piece of that one, a foul tip. No one hung on, and it's ball one and strike two. One and two for Murphy, batting for the Yankees. Dodger outfield is pulled in 15 to 20 feet for the pitcher up. Wyatt stands there looking down at Mickey Owen. Owen in the crouch right down here below us. 
Pitcher's arms are drawn up. He's getting all ready now. Here comes the pitch. He struck him out, retiring the side. A blazing fastball right down the middle. Murphy swung, struck him out, and it retires the side. And so in that inning, the last half of the sixth, there was no runs and one hit. Keller, the first man up, fly to right. Hickey did the same thing, flying to Walker. Gordon drew a walk. Rizzuto got his first hit of the series, a ground hit into left field. And then the pitcher Murphy struck out. So it is no runs and one hit. And now the ball game, the second game of the World Series, is going into the first half of the seventh. It's getting just a little bit cool here in Yankee Stadium. I notice as I look around down to the left here, in the left section of the stands along the third baseline, down here to the right from our mutual broadcasting booth. But yesterday, looking down into the stands, we could see that everybody was watching the game in their shirt sleeves. But it isn't the case today. Everybody has their suit coat on. And I notice, looking closely down here below us, that a lot of people have top coats on today. And so it is not quite as warm as it was out here yesterday, but it's a beautiful baseball day, and the crowd is certainly seeing a wonderful game. Hope that you're enjoying this ball game by your radio, brought to you by Gillette from Yankee Stadium. We're going into the first half of the seventh inning. The first man to bat for the Dodgers is going to be their great shortstop, Pee Wee Reese. Here he comes up. Well, the little colonel was a hitting star yesterday, along with Gordon getting three hits. He's been up twice today. First time he flied out to center field, and the second time he hit into a force play. He's a right-handed batter. Here comes the pitch. It's right over the plate, and there is an infield fly. Just back a short. The shortstop, Rizzuto, is back under it. Should get it easily, and he does for the first out. One goal. Now the next man to bat is Mickey Owen. Mickey has come through with two hits in this series that have really helped. One, a line drive triple, a ball he really kissed yesterday between Keller and DiMaggio that was one of the best hit balls so far of the series. And he came through today with a sharp hit when the Dodgers really needed it. That was in the fifth inning and drove in a run. First pitch is a curveball. It's wide, waist high for ball one. One gone, it's the seventh inning of the second game of the World Series. The score, three to two in favor of the Dodgers. Here comes the next pitch. Looked like he was going to bunt that one. It's a call strike. He let it go by after stepping up on it. And Dave Pennelly shoots that right hand up into the air, a call strike. One and one for Mick. One out and nobody on. Owen waves that bat around. Murphy's getting a sign again. Here's the next pitch, a curveball that he wasn't going to hit at. He started to step out of the way. The curve broke into a right-hand hitter, hit the handle of his bat, and went into the grandstand to the right. And so it is ball one and strike two on Mickey Owen. Yankee outfield playing him straight away and not too deep. Pitcher's already out there again. Here comes the pitch. Hits a ball right across his chin. Ball two and strike two for Owen. Yankees keep up a constant stream of chatter out there in the infield. Both teams talk it up when they're out there. Lots of the old pepper and dash on both sides. It's anybody's game. A slow curveball. Missed the corner. Waist high by an inch or two. And it's ball three and strike two for Owen. Now Owen steps out of the batter's box. Hits each one of his shoes with the bat a couple of times, getting some of that dirt off his spikes. Now he digs in. He's up in there, has a firm stance. Ball three, strike two. Here comes the pitch. It's a ball. He walked in. Owen gets the base on balls with one out in the first half of the seven. So now Brooklyn has a man on here in the seventh. And here is Whitlow Wyatt getting a great hand. Listen to it. Whitlow Wyatt gets a nice hand from Dodger fans and Yankee fans alike. After all, this crowd 
Some of them for the Yankees, some of them for the Dodgers, are primarily baseball fans and enjoy a good play or good work on either side. And on first base and Wyatt batting, the first pitch to Whitlow, he poked his bat at, attempted the bunt, and missed, and it's a strike. Dickey was all set to fire that ball to first base. Wyatt turns around to talk to the umpire about that. The pitch was wide, but he poked his bat out at it. It's a strike. Dodgers have a man on. Murphy getting ready again. Here's the next one. It's wide that time. He shortened his bat as though he was going to bunt again, but the pitch was way outside, and it's one and one. The Yankee infield pulls the expected shift, anticipating a bunt. Third baseman moving in. First baseman moving in. Second baseman moving over to cover first. The pitch is wide and high for a ball. Ball two and strike one. And again, you notice that shift to the Yankee infield. Ball two and strike one for Wyatt. Teammate on first base and one out here in the first half of the seventh. Here comes the next pitch and it's a ball high inside. Makes it three and one. Wyatt saw that one coming in and just jumped right out of the batter's box. And it's three and one now for Wyatt. Wyatt's been up twice today. First time he bounced out to Rizzuto and the second time he hit into a fast double play. Here's Charlie Dressen, the Dodger coach at third base, coming down to talk to Wyatt. Standing alongside the plate. Now Charlie goes back to third and Whitlow steps back into the batter's box. All in on first base. Dodgers leading three to two. Here's the pitch and there's a spike. It's called. It's right over the heart of the plate knee high. Murphy's only concern that time was to get that pitch in there and he did. And it's three and two now for Wilde. Owen edging off the first base. He'll probably go. Watch it. There he goes. Here's the pitch. He swung and fouled that ball back into the screen. And it's three and two. With a count of three and two, the batter on first base, Mickey Owen, broke for second base. Whitlow Wyatt fouled the ball back into the screen. And so Owen goes back to first. A new ball goes into play. And Wyatt's count is still the same, three and two. One out. First half of the seventh inning of the second game of the World Series. Now Murphy's ready again. Here's the pitch. Strike. He struck him out. Throw to second. He is out at second base. And it's a double play. A perfect throw from Dickey to Gordon. And it's a double play retiring the side. Whitlow Wyatt was called out on strikes. And Mickey Owen going into second base on a very close play. One of the closest plays of the series was called out. Dickey's great throw got there just in time to get him. I thought at first that he might have made it, but the umpire out of second base. Umpire gets waved him out, and so it retires the side. It's no runs and no hits. There was one walk in the inning. That is the end of the first half of the seventh. You're listening to the broadcast from Yankee Stadium of the second game of the World Series. This is the seventh anniversary of the Mutual Broadcasting System. This is WGN, the voice of the people, Chicago. Now we're going into the last half of the seventh inning here at Yankee Stadium in this ball game, which is still anybody's ball game. The actual score, the Dodgers three, the Yankees two. Just like yesterday's ball game, when the Yankees were out ahead, it's one of those kind of ball games, and it's one of those meetings between two teams in which anything can happen. Fans, let's not forget to put a few quarters and half dollars to work on something vital to all of us, the defense of our country. Buy a United States defense stamp today. Now the first man to bat for the Yankees, and because this ball game is being played in New York, actually going into the last half of the seventh inning, game being played in Yankee Stadium, the crowd that is pulling for the Yankees takes up the old chant and the staccato clapping, which you can probably hear through your radio, 
pulling for Sturm, the first man to bat, to get a base hit. We'll hear the same thing tomorrow over in Brooklyn for the Dodgers. The first man to bat, Sturm, is standing outside the batter's box, and he's watching Whitlow Wyatt get in his practice throws. Sturm has been up three times today. He struck out the first time. He went down swinging. The second time he was out, and the third time he smashed out a base hit, his second hit in the series. And so he has two hits so far in the series, and he's stepping up now for his fourth time today. Here's Sturm, a left-handed hitter up. Playing his first full year with the Yankees. Whitlow Wyatt is already out there again. Here comes the pitch. He swings, and there is a low fly ball down the left field line. It's foul just outside the line. I was hesitating on the call because it was a low fly ball going down the line, and we have to wait to see the ball hit to know whether it was going to be fair or foul. You couldn't tell from looking at the ball when it was in the air. Ball one and strike two for Sturm, and here he comes back to the plate. Now the bat boy gives him the war club. Catcher Mickey Owen is out on the mound talking to Owen, to Wyatt. Here he comes back. The Yankees have made eight hits. The Dodgers have made five hits. The Dodgers have made three runs, and the Yankees have made two runs. First baseman Sturm is up in there with a count on him, ball one and strike two. Here comes the next pitch. It's a ball right under his chin, and it's two and two. The Yankees scored one in the second and one in the third. The Dodgers scored two in the fifth and one in the sixth. They lead three to two. Wyatt is getting his sign again. Ball two, strike two for Sturm. Here's the pitch. He struck him out. He went for a fastball right across his waist, and he struck him out. So that's the second time today that Sturm has gone down via the strikeout route. Now here's the third baseman, Red Roth. First time up, he singled. Second time up, he bounced out to Camelli. Third time up, he bounced out to Camelli. And he had one hit yesterday, and so it gives old Red two hits in the series. He's up in there now. There's that familiar number two in the back of his white uniform. Rolf, a dangerous hitter. He's up in there now. Yankee, the Dodger outfield is playing him straight away. Reeser in center field is not playing too deep. Here's the pitch. It's a spike. It caught the outside corner knee high. Whitlow Wyatt has allowed just one hit in the last three innings. That was a single by Rizzuto. Pitcher's already again. Here it comes. He swings, and there's a hard hit ball to the shortstop. Reese is up with it. There's the peg. He's high. Reese to Camelli. And there's two gone. That ball was taking a couple of nasty hops out there, and Pee-wee had to back up. The little Colonel handled the ball faultlessly and threw him out. There's Tommy Henrich, the right fielder. Tommy walked the first time up today. He doubled the second time for his first hit in the series. And the third time, he hit a fly ball to Petey Reeser in center field. And so it's Henrik at bat with two out and nobody on in the last half of the seventh. Labagetto moves in a few feet and says something to Wyatt. Dodger outfield has swung around a bit to the right with the right fielder Walker plenty deep. Here comes the pitch, and there is a ball. It missed the corner, shoulder high, and it's ball one. As you know, Henrik hit over 30 home runs this year. Dodgers know that he can hit that long ball, and they're playing him accordingly. Wyatt is getting his sign again. The count is one and nothing. Here's the pitch. There's a swing and a long wallop, but it's foul. And drove it way down the right field line and up into the upper deck, but it was foul, and it's one and one. Owen again walks out in front of the plate, says something to Whitlow Wyatt, and then throws him the ball. Labagetto is now talking to him. 
Cookie pets it up over there at the hot corner, keeps pounding that bare hand in the glove all the time and talking it up, always doing something. Wilder's getting his sign again. Here's the next pitch, and there's a ball just a bit outside, waist high. Makes it ball two and strike one for Henry. The American League champions are one run down to the National League champions, the Dodgers. Dodgers three, Yankees two, two out of nobody on in the last half of the seventh. Wilder's already again. Here it is. He swung and fouled the ball into the stands down here below us, and it's still two and two for Tommy. Well, just like yesterday, it's been a sweet ball game. Boy, don't tell me that these two teams aren't well matched. It's been anybody's ball game all the way both days. First one and then the other. Dodgers are out ahead now. Three to two in the last half of the seventh. Wyatt is getting his sign. Leans on that right foot. He has a ball two. Strike two count on Henrik. Here it comes. He struck him out. He went for a fastball. Boy, that Wyatt is fast out there now. He struck him out. Pass right over the outside corner, waist high, and it retires the side. And so in that inning, there were two strikeouts, and Rolf bounced out, and that is the end of the seventh inning. You can argue all day about whether Gordon and Rizzuto or Herman and Reese are the better second base combination, but it's a sure flash since that the sweetest shaving combination on earth is the World Series special Gillette Tech Razor with five of today's improved Gillette Blue Blades. This team gives you slick comfortable shaves every time and it's a bargain only 49 cents gets you razor and blades at your Gillette dealers today and now here are the facts and figures that just came up from the press section the attendance today 66,248 or a shade more than 2,000 less than yesterday but this is still one of the all-time great World Series crowds the receipts today $260,204 the commissioner's share, $39,030.60. The players' pool, $132,704.04. And the club's share, $88,469.36. Those figures once again. The attendance today, 66248 And the total receipts are $260,204. And no cents. 3-2 game into the 8th inning. Bob up. Thank you, Red. We're going into the first half of the 8th inning of the ball game. That means the Dodgers have bat, of course, here in Yankee Stadium. Here's Walker up, a left-handed hitter, and there's a ball. Low ball one. Dixie Walker, the leadoff man for the Dodgers in the first half of the 8th in the 3-2 ball game. They have the Dodgers on top. Here comes the next pitch for Murphy. It's high and wide, a ball. The Yankees have used two pitchers in the ballgame today. The starting pitcher was Spurgeon Chandler. He was relieved by Murphy, who's out there now, a right-hander. And Wyatt has gone all the way for the Dodgers. Here comes the next pitch to Dixie, and he cracks that ball, a ground ball through the box. Gordon's over to his right up with the ball, a play. He's out on a fast play. Gordon to Stern. Boy, those kids really get around out there. Those Yankees and Dodgers, too. That Gordon moves like a cat, and so does that shortstop of the Brooklyn Dodgers, Reese. Boy, how he moves around. Well, that's one gone. Now the next batter is Billy Herman. Herman came through with his first hit of the series today. There's a strike, by the way, to Billy, right around his knees. Came through with a base hit in the sixth inning, which the Dodgers scored a run on one run and two hits. Murphy has his sign again. Here's the next pitch. There's a ball. It's just a bit wide, and it's one and one. Billy, you know, used to be out in Chicago with our Cubs for many, many years. 
captain, second baseman out there, came to the Dodgers this year and after the season got underway and played wonderful ball. There's a ball wide, and it's ball two and strike one. I believe you'll find looking over the records that it's typical of Herman as it is many players on both sides that they've always, their players always stood out regardless of what they've done during the season in any kind of a special series. Next pitch to Billy hits a foul that's going off to the right up into the upper deck of the stands and it's ball two and strike two on the batter and there's a wild scramble for that souvenir. Murphy has a new baseball. Brooklyn batting in the eighth inning. Johnny's getting his sign out there from Bill Dickey. The count is two and two on Billy Herman. Here it is. He swings and there's a line drive to Sturm. He's out for the second out. Billy got a hold of that ball, tried to hit it into right field, but hit the ball right into Sturm's hands. The Yankees pepper that ball around, and there's two goals. That brings up Petey Reeser, the Dodgers' great center fielder. He struck out the first time, he bounced out the second time, he struck out the third time, and Petey, the National League batting champion, is still shooting for that first hit. He bats left-handed, he's up in there with two out, here's the pitch. Ball, it's wide, ball one. Murphy, a right-hander on the mound for the Yankees. He's starting his wind-up again. Here's the next pitch. It's a spike. It caught the corner knee-high, and it's one and one. Reeser, number 27, on the back of his blue-gray uniform, stands there with that bat on his shoulder, swings it around. Murphy's all set. Here's the pitch. He swings and hits a high fly ball back at third base. Rolf is going back in foul territory, and he takes that ball about 75 to 100 feet down the line and about 10 feet foul off a Reeser's bat to retire the side. And so it is three up and three down, and that is the end of the first half of the eighth. Whitlow Wyatt, who's been pitching on whale of a game for Brooklyn out here today, will certainly make the headlines in the baseball extras tonight. And then across to Bob and me, the two fans might like to know just what Whit thinks about the new Gillette Tech Razor. He says, on the level, I never knew how comfortable shaving could be until I tried the Gillette Blue Blade in that new Gillette razor you've been telling the world about. Fans, that goes to most every ball player I know. I feel 100% sure that you'll agree when you try the tech yourself. Men, it has a solid bar guard that sets up whiskers as a barber does. Its non-skid tread protects you from nicks, cuts, and skeleton construction prevents clogging. So to enjoy entirely new shaving comfort and convenience, ask your dealer for the World Series special Gillette Tech Razor with five Gillette Blue Blades. 49 cents. I miss my guess if you don't agree that this is the easiest shaving combination there is. Last of the eighth inning. Well, the first man to bat for the Yankees in the last half of the eighth inning, friends, is going to be the famed center fielder of the New York Yankees, Joe DiMaggio. Here's Joe outside the batter's box right now. Joe has been to bat today three times. First time he hit into a double play, the second time he walked, and the third time he flied out. Here's the pitch. He swings, there's a long fly ball to left center. Reeser's playing just right for him. He's under the ball and has it for the first out. Joe DiMaggio slammed that ball into left center field. Reeser was playing right in the perfect spot for him, and he pulled it down. So that's one gone, and now the Dodgers pepper that ball around that infield. Lavagetto to Reese, to Billy Herman, to Camelli. Back to Lavagetto, and then... Harry is walking over to the mound now, and he flips the ball to Whitlow Wyatt. Now the next man to come up is Charlie Keller. Keller singled the first time, he singled the second time, and the third time up today, he flied to right. 
He's had two hits so far in the series. He's a left-handed batter in the first pitches. Why the ball? Ball one. Charlie Keller. Second in the American League this year and runs driven in. A left-hand hitter up in there with one gone. Nobody on in the last half of the eighth. Wyatt takes a lot of time getting ready, so Keller starts to step out of the batter's box. Here's the pitch, and he hits the bouncing ball just behind the mound. The pitcher gets it close to first, and he's out on a fast play. Wyatt to Canelo. A bouncing ball in front of the plate. It bounced high into the air. It came down behind the pitcher. Wyatt could do nothing but wait for it. When he got a hold of that ball, he really fired that ball to first base, and Keller is out. Two gone. Now the next batter is Bill Dickey. Dickey's been up three times today. The first time he was called out on strikes, the second time he bounced out, and the third time he flied out. And if you're keeping the scorecard, I think you'll find that to be the case. Bill had two hits yesterday. He has no hits today, so that gives him two hits for the series. Two out and nobody on in the last half of the eighth inning. Bill Dickey up in there. Whitlow Wyatt stands there on the mound, his right foot forward. Now he's starting his windup. Dodger outfielder straight away. Here's the pitch. It's a ball wide. Ball one. Too far outside. Dodgers are playing Dickey back in the infield. The shortstop, Reese, is back on the grass. The second baseman, Billy Herman, is way back on the grass. He's already out there again. There's the windup. Here comes the pitch. He swings. There's a ground ball to the shortstop. Reese is in. Fumbles the ball. Recovers. Throws. Too late. Throws the ball badly to first base. It goes into the box seats, and it's two errors, I believe, on the play for Reese. Let's wait till we get the call from the official scorer. The ball bounced into the stands, and I believe that Reese will be charged with a double error. First for missing the ball, and second for throwing the ball into the stands, giving the batter an additional base. We'll check, however, fans, so don't mark your scorecard until we double-check it. That's it. It's a double error. Reese gets two errors on the play. First for fumbling the ball to give the batter life in the first place, and then he gets an error for... After picking the ball up, throwing the ball over Camelli's head into the box seats right alongside the Dodger dugout. Now, DeRocher is out there talking to Wyatt. This has happened after two out. Now, the Lippy DeRocher is out there in the center of the diamond talking to Wyatt. And again, we come into the rule that has been put in play here for the series about how many players can be in there at one time. The uh, umpires hold a consultation and decide that Reese, Wyatt, the catcher and the manager, are okay. And so they're standing out there now in the center of the diamond. Now here's Lippy coming off the field. He's going over the first baseline. That man on second base represents the tying run in the last half of the eighth inning. And he got there on a an error by Reese. Got the second base on his second error. Now here's Gordon up, and they're going to walk in purposely. Ball, it's wide. Gordon, who's been one of the hitting stars of the series, is getting free transportation just as quick as they can throw in four wide ones. Ball, it's wide. Ball two for Gordon. Tying run on second base with two out. Here comes the next pitch. It's a ball way outside. He couldn't hit that with a broom. Ball three. He's already out there again. Here's the next pitch. Yes, sir. It's an Ann Oakley. Walks the first. That puts a man on first, a man on second, and brings up the shortstop of the Yankees, Phil Rizzuto. Two men on. Here's Rizzuto, and Rizzuto is standing looking into the Yankee dugout. It may be... Here's a, here's a runner going out. Fortigaray. 
is going to run for Dickey. The first pinch runner in the series, Bordegaray for the Yankees, is going to run for Dickey. Here's the announcement. Frenchy Bordigaray, utility outfielder for the Yankees, has gone out to run for Dickies on second base with Gordon on first base and Rizzuto batting him two out in the last half of the eighth. Dodgers leading three to two. Here's the pitch. Rizzuto hit the bouncing ball to Reese. The play is at second. Force out. And it retires his side. Reese to Billy Herman. And that trick by the Yankees that time of tying up the ball game is thwarted by the Dodgers. They lead three to two at the end of eight innings of play. In that inning, no runs, there were two errors, and there was one walk. No hits. And so let's take a look at the hit total, shall we? While there's nothing doing here at the end of eight innings of play, the Yankees have one, two, five, seven, eight hits, and the Dodgers have one, three, five hits. Attention, please. Here comes an announcement. Rosar. Rosar, number 12. Rosar, has now come in to catch for the Yankees. Rosa this year appeared in 67 games. He was at bat 208 times, and he wound up hitting 288. Rosa drove in 36 runs. He's a stocky boy, and he differs from Dickey. He's a good hitter in that he bats right-handed and Dickey left-handed. The total so far, the Dodgers three runs, five hits, and two errors. The Yankees two runs, eight hits, and one error. Red and I just double-checked, and there you have it. Now we're going into the first half of the night. Both teams working smoothly out here again today. You know, when it comes to working together smoothly, friends, you can't beat the Gillette Blue Blade and that Gillette Tech Razor. Don't miss out on that great Gillette World Series combination. Boy, they're going like hotcakes the country over. Now the first man to bat for Brooklyn is their great first baseman, Dolph Camelli. One of the nicest fellows in baseball that I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. Camelli was in Chicago, you know, for a while. He was traded long, long time ago for Don Hurst. That was the first deal he was involved in. He's been involved in a number since that time. There's a fastball that's right down his knees, and it's a call strike. Right across the knees. Murphy, a right-hander on the mound, which is getting all ready again. Here's the next pitch. Camelli swings. There's a long wallop in the left center field. DiMaggio going to his right. He's there. He caught it, and there's one goal. Goff Camelli really gave that ball a ride that time. He met that ball well and smashed it into left center field. DiMaggio hustled way over to his right and caught that ball on the run for the first down. That brings up Joe Medwick. Medwick singled in the second. He doubled in the fifth, and hit into a forced play in the sixth. Medwick has three hits so far in the series, one yesterday and two today. Joe is up in there now, waving that familiar brown war club. One out for Brooklyn in the ninth inning. They're leading three to two. Here's the pitch. It's a ball very wide. That was a sweeping wide curve. It was away from a right-hand hitter, and that was plenty away, about three or four feet outside. Murphy leans on the right foot, the tall, slender right-hander. Here comes the next pitch. It's a swing, and there's a fly ball in the short center field. DiMaggio coming in should have no trouble at all. Bing, he caught it, and there's two goals. That brings up the third baseman, Harry Lavagetto. First time up, he hit into a double play. The second time, he walked, and the third time, he flied to center field. Murphy pitching now to Harry, a right-handed batter. Here comes the pitch. It's a swing and a bouncing ball to Ralph's left. It gets away from him. It's a hit in the left field. It puts Lavagetto on first base. A base hit. Red made a nice try for the ball, but couldn't flag it. 
and it bounces merrily on its way into left field for a sure base hit. Just as sure a hit as I am that that Gillette Tech will make a hit with you. All right, that's Lavagetto's first hit in the series. Gives him a hit and a walk today. Lavagetto on first base. And here's the little colonel, Pee Reese. Fly to center field the first time, bounced out the second time, and popped out the third time. Reese is up in there. Man on first base, here's the pitch. It's very high and very wide. In fact, it's so high that uh, Buddy Rosar had to leap into the air to get it. The Yankee outfield is playing Pee Wee straight away. He's a little man, but he's a lot of baseball player, this kid. Murphy's arms are up again. There's two out. Here's the pitch. It's a ball. It just missed the corner. Waist high, and it's ball two. Boy, this has sure been an exciting game. We certainly hope that you've enjoyed it. Don't forget game time tomorrow, same time, 1.15 at Brooklyn. Getting all ready. There's the runner going down. There's the swing and a bouncing ball to Ralph. Up with the ball. There goes the peg. It's close. He's out of a very close play. Ralph to Stern. Ralph fumbled that ball but recovered in time to get Reese at first base on a very close play and to retire the side. No runs and one hit. That's the end of the first half of the night. We're going into the last half of the ninth inning. It's the last chance for the Yankees in this, the second game of the World Series. Score, Brooklyn 3 and the Yankees 2. Well, the Dodgers are going out onto the field. There's Medway picking up his glove, going into left field. Reese are going to center field, has his cap off. He's adjusting his glasses right now. There's no sun right now, but the boys put the glasses on anyway. Walker has his back to it, showing up that number 11, walking into right field. Canelli standing on the bag at first. Herman is right behind the bag at second. Reese is just going out, and Lavagetto is standing in on the grass at third. Well, we're all set. Last half of the ninth. As you know, if the Dodgers win this ball game, it ties up the World Series at a game apiece between two wonderful, evenly matched teams. Boy, this is going to be some series. Plan now not to miss a single game. Plan not to miss a single play as Gillette brings you all the excitement, the thrills of the 1941 World Series. Here is a pinch hitter coming up. Georgie Selkirk, utility outfielder for the Yankees. Selkirk is coming up to bat. Here's the dope on Selkirk. He appeared in 70 games this year. He was at bat 164 times. He made 36 hits, and he wound up with an average of 220. He drove in 26 runs. Selkirk is a dangerous long ball hitter. And there's a ground hit to right field. Selkirk smashes a base hit to right field. As a pinch hitter, Selkirk came through with his first pinch hitting effort in the series, a hit to right. And so three pinch hitters we've had, two have delivered. Riggs hits safely, and now Selkirk hits safely. That makes it nine hits for the Yankees. Two runs and nine hits to three runs and six hits for the Dodgers. It leaves Selkirk on first base, and it brings up the leadoff man, Johnny Stern. Sturm has been up four times. He's had one hit. He's had two hits in the series. He's a left-handed batter. Let's see. Will I use the bunt here? Man on first. It's a bunt. He popped that ball down the third baseline, and Lavagetto tried to make a barehand stab at the ball, but couldn't get it. He bunted the ball, trying to push it down the third baseline, but instead, he pushed one outside the line, almost a liner that Lavagetto dove for with his bare hand, but couldn't quite get a hold of. So it's one strike on Sturm. 
Tying runners on first base for the Yankees. The ball game is in the ninth inning at Yankee Stadium. Dodgers three and the Yankees two. Sturm steps out of there. Now he's up in again. Labagetto at third base is playing in plenty close. Dodgers will try if they possibly can to get that man going to second base. Here's the pitch. And he bunts out in front of the plate. Owen is up with the ball. A play is to second. He's out at second base. A force out at second base. Owen to Reese. And it wasn't close. Sturm bunted out in front of the plate. Owen picked the ball up and made the play at second. And it wasn't close. He made a perfect peg to Reese. And it's a force out on Selkirk. So the sacrifice did not work. It leaves Sturm on first base now with a tying run and one out. And it brings up Red Rock. Here's Rolf. Hit safely the first time. Bounced out the second time. Bounced out the third time. And bounced to the shortstop the fourth time. Red Rolf batting for the Yankees. Teammate on first base with a tying run. Second game of the World Series. The Dodgers lead. The Yankees putting on their ninth inning stand here at Yankee Stadium. And this great Yankee team is the kind of a team you can't count out just like the Dodgers. I say these ball games will never be over until the last man is out. The outfield is playing Ralph straight away. Runner on first base is Sturm. The pitch, he cracks the ground ball to Billy Herman's left. He's up with the ball, throws to second. It's out over the first. He's safe. No double play. Boy, that was a beautiful play. Billy Herman to Reese to Camelli. It's out at second and almost a double play. Billy Herman to Reese to Camelli. And they almost had that double play. Just missed it at first. So it leaves a man on first base for the Yankees with two out and brings up Henrik the right field. Man on first with a tying run. Two out now. The situation keeps changing. Now Wyatt has his sign again. Watch it. Here it comes. He swings and slams a high fly ball into right field. If Walker gets it, it evens the series. He's under it. He should get it. He does. And the Dodgers win. Two to two. have just evened up the 1941 World Series behind Vitlo Wyatt, winning the second game of the World Series by a score of 3-2. Well, fans, that was a most exciting ball game. On behalf of all of us, we certainly hope that you enjoyed it. Boy, what a ball game that was. Now the players, of course, going to the dressing room. The crowd is getting out onto the field. And the final score, Brooklyn wins 3-2 over the Yankees by the same score as the Yankees won the first game of the series. And so the 1941 World Series is all evened up at a game apiece. In just a moment, Bill Corum will be here with a summary of today's game. All right, Bob. Before that summary, his value is spelled with that famous capital V. In fact, the biggest value in shaving comfort money can buy. While the supply lasts, you get a free tube of Gillette shaving cream, either lather or brushless, with the purchase of 10 easy-shaving Gillette blue blades for only... 49 cents. Remember, this is the price of the blades alone. A bargain you don't want to pass up. And now, here's junior Bill Corrin to give you a quick summary of today's dynamic ball game. Uh, Bill? Red, I'm sorry to break in on you that way. I thought it was coming to me a little sooner. I don't want to break in on that Gillette. Well, the story of this ball game was that Wet whittled him down. He was truly magnificent, that Brooklyn pitcher was this afternoon, and for the first time since the fourth game of the 1937 World Series, when Hubble beat the Yankees over at the Polo Grounds, the Yankees have finally been beaten in a World Series game. 
It won 10 straight up to today, and of course you know the score was the same as yesterday, 3 to 2. The totals, I brought my own up today, and I'm sure I've got them right for you, are 3, 6, and 2 for Brooklyn. Three runs, six hits, two errors, two runs, nine hits, and one error for the Yankees. You'll see that the Yankees out hit them. Selkirk came up there in the ninth inning, looked like he was going to start something, but twinkle toes, didn't twinkle quite fast enough on that bunt in front of the plate. Owen made a superb play to knock him off second base. On the fourth, then Herman came up with another. The Dodgers just weren't going to let that tie and run get down to second base this afternoon. It would have been almost criminal if Wyatt had lost this ball game on Reese's two errors on one play in the last of the eighth inning with two out, but fortunately it didn't. I mean, it wouldn't have just been justice because Wyatt definitely was the best pitcher. Superb as roughing was yesterday, Wyatt was the best pitcher we've seen in the series so far. He was magnificent. He carried the hot all afternoon. The pressure was on him. They never let it off. Uh, they were hitting him, as I say, always. It looked like the Yankees had two men on base, but when he had to have it, he was up there in superb fashion with it. And right to the end, he was strong, as a matter of fact. He looked a little stronger to me than he usually does in the closing innings, which showing it shows how he was bearing down. Uh, no pitcher, I think, ever had to just keep the pressure because the clock, the time of the game, over two hours and a half, two hours and 35 minutes to be exact, or 31 is the official time, I'm looking at the clock in front of me, but a long ball game, which means it's long on the clock and terrific work on the part of the pitcher. If anything, I should say this game was just a little bit more thrilling than yesterday's with superb plays by the second baseman, one by Gordon, that was something out of a storybook, and right behind it, just to show that two could play at Gordon's game, along came Billy Herman, dashed into right field, turned, leaped, stuck up his glove, and made a sensational catch. Just as good almost as Bedwick's yesterday. Those things are all a matter of opinion, but easier to see at least because he didn't have to go into the crowd as Joe did in yesterday's game. A game that ran right to the pattern, and as I say, if it was any more thrilling, it was perhaps because the underdog won because today Brooklyn was fighting back. If they had to go over the river to Ebbets Field tomorrow, two games behind, an awful lot of folks would have thought, well, it's going to be another one of those Yankee sweeps four to nothing. We don't know what it's going to be, and we're not going to try to tell you. It's too tough to guess. When all any ball club can get against the other one is a one-run margin, anything can happen. But we do know that it certainly is not a going to be now a four-game sweep, and Brooklyn is in there fighting as they fought all season long in the National League, and so, of course, are, are the Yankees. Fireman Johnny Murphy of Fordham, called Grandma by the Yankee players, did a magnificent job of relief pitching when he came in there for Chandler, and I want to say on Spurgeon's behalf, that his going out of the game was not entirely his fault, but that same Garden who made the magnificent play started that inning with an excusable error on a bad hop ground ball off Walker's bat and got Chandler in the trouble that finally took him out of the game. His one little weakness, if he has one as a pitcher, is a uh, slight lack of control, and today it betrayed him slightly, but he was a good pitcher just as Davis was yesterday. As a matter of fact, when uh, you're giving less hits than the opposing pitcher, you're pretty good or when you're even just given as many as yesterday the Dodgers and the Yankees just got six, well, then there's nothing to choose, and, and nobody can say that a pitcher certainly is disgraced if he pitches that sort of baseball. Chandler might easily have won this game, and Davis and the Dodger pitchers might easily have won yesterday's, and that's the way it goes along. As you know, they're now all even, Stephen. They go to Brooklyn tomorrow. They start over there. I wish I had some tickets for you, but I don't know where you'd get those. Nobody can uh, get any tickets for that ball game, and looks like you can't get any for any of these. I think this is going to be the greatest series of all time in the matter of figures, and of course, you know today's crowd was 66,248. 
and $260,204 paid in. Now, the Dodgers today were taking no chances on getting their signals crossed. You couldn't second-guess them today because they went right out there and put their arms around one another and told them what they wanted to do. And uh, the batter would walk out and walk down to Charlie Dressner up to DeRocher so that they took no chances. And, uh, of course, I guess there might be a little second-guessing on McCarthy about letting Murphy bat there when the Yankees had two on, but that's still strictly the second guess. Murphy hit for Murphy and was all right. He was a great pitcher, and the Yanks still had plenty of time if Wyatt hadn't been a greater and really a superb pitcher today. And now I'm going to turn you back to my good friend, the old redhead Red Bar. All right, thank you, Bill. And so once again, very quickly, it was Brooklyn three runs, six hits and two errors with Wyatt, the winning pitcher, and it's the first game he's ever won at Yankee Stadium, and what a time to do it. And for the Yankees, their first defeat in their last 11 World Series ball games, two runs, nine hits and one error, and for Chandler pitching in his first World Series ball game, he's charged with a defeat. The three runs were charged against him, and as Bill pointed out, the run that was the winning run was put on Mariello and cannot be scored as an earned run. Nevertheless, it was the important run, the vital run, the pivotal run. Three to two, favor the Dodgers. Everything is even, Stephen. And we invite you to tune in tomorrow at 1.15 Eastern Standard Time when Bob Elson, Bill Corum, and I will be with you again for the third game of the series to be broadcast from Ebbets Field in Brooklyn through the courtesy of the Gillette Safety Razor Company. This is the seventh anniversary of the Mutual Broadcasting System. This is WGN, the voice of the people, Chicago. Due to the World Series today, Painted Dreams, sponsored by Procter & Gamble, was heard at 12.45. Front Page Farrell, sponsored by Anison, was canceled today, and the Wheatina Playhouse follows shortly on WGN.